What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little glasses of business, they're dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. I'm James, and we're married, and we like to get scared together, and... Play Survivor! <laughs> I can tell you're so excited. I just put all of it together. Oh! Was that right? Was that like how it sounds yeah, like? Yeah, it was all right. It was, it was decent. Okay. B plus. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just finished putting the game together. <laughs> it's starting to get weird, I think. Because, <laughs> you know, I got to keep it interesting. I am running into the same exact problems that Jeff Probst faces as he is and trying to make Survivor a, a lasting franchise. Will people stop being interested in horror Survivor if I don't um, find new and interesting ways to make it interesting? I don't know. You don't want to fall into the Probst hole of, uh, of making things too complicated. I don't want to hear I don't want to run into any time glass shenanigans We're not, here. No, no, no. We're not doing any of that. All right, I won't turn back time. No, 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 we're not. We're not doing any overly complicated game mechanics. I hope we're not stealing everyone's vote. Every fucking tribal. No, no, no. just no, let them vote, Jeff. No, just, just let them vote, <laughs> J- Jeff. Just let them play Survivor. We want to see them play Survivor. We just want to see them play. Yep, we're we're playing Horror Survivor. I guess let's just let's just get into it. We've done this three times already. This is the fourth one. This is the and fourth for any newcomers, one. maybe go back and watch the first three just to to understand what we're doing here, but it is basically the show Survivor. Yes, that one that premiered in 2000. It Yes, it is still running. And yes, it still rules. It's awesome. We love it. We watch it. It's twice a year, two seasons every year. Uh, same thing with our episodes. Mm-hmm. We, we do one every season of Survivor now, I guess. And it's basically people living on an island, voting each other off until there is a sole survivor. Right. And there's social games and mind games and physical challenges. And we're gonna do that with horror characters that Chelsea is set up, and then we just kind of uh, role play it. <laughs> yep, that's that's basically it. Let's just get into it because it always takes longer than I think it's going to. It takes a long time. We're usually recording these for over two hours. <laughs> we so. edit a lot out of the final product. So thank you, Gresso, for giving us your Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gressel's voice. I think is my voice shot. is fucked from yelling during the football game yesterday. Yeah. 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 Also, this season of Survivor has been great. Uh, Ninety-minute episodes allowing that's it to been breathe. Really nice cast getting to talk some island time some some social strategy and it's really exciting we're about uh we're more than halfway through the season because we're down to final seven or so no eight eight it's because yes. four and four coming up next hell yeah right let's get started yeah so james what? uh the tribe you'll be representing again we're not we're not, not playing your the tribe i'm just picking for it the ones that'll be on your little table okay you're gonna be the wild tribe wild Belial. Belial tribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And Dude, the survivor yell is Belial. That's Pee Wee. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then my tribe over here is going to be Pazuzu tribe. Pazuzu. We haven't used Pazuzu tribe yet? Nope. Because there was one season we had Reagan possessed by Pazuzu ah. as a contestant, but Pazuzu somehow we have not used as a tribe name. It's a good tribe name. I like demons make really good tribe <laughs> names. Yeah. I'll I'll say all of the tribe names this season are demon names. Okay. So including the merge. So we're still rocking with just two tribes to start out with. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Maybe I'll change that up next time. But Maybe. for now, I just, I personally prefer two tribes. I'm more of a traditional survivor. I'm down with three as long as respect. it comes to two at some point. But uh, yeah, the three and then another three and it's so small you can't hide. I don't like that. Yeah. But if you have suggestions on what we can add from yeah, the actual survivor. No fun ways we can change it up. And the weird thing is it has to be something we can feasibly incorporate, describe verbally mm -hmm. to you listening and won't give us a major headache trying to keep track of. Yeah. So let us know. I'm sure you have ideas. Yeah. Hit us up. All right. All Do right. you want to draw first? Okay. So there are 18 contestants, yes, right? Same amount of contestants, same amount of episodes. I didn't, I didn't fuck with it in that regard. Good. It okay. seems to have worked so far. I don't feel like confusing myself trying to change it this time. Got it. All right. So first contestant on Belial Tribe. Oh boy. And I have no idea who's even in this fucking popcorn. No, bucket. you never do. No. So this is gonna be. This is the fun part. Is you react. Alice from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yes, Rachel, Rachel Sennett's character. From Bodies, oh, Bodies, God. Bodies. Very vapid. Uh, perhaps a a decent friend, but just really thinking of herself and her podcast above all. Yes. Above all else. Oh, she would. Is that what she's she on would here? She'd get a lot of airtime. Yeah. Is this what she's on here as her occupation as podcast host? <laughs> yes, for sure. Her lower third says uh, podcast host with her best friends. Yeah. And every time she does a talking head, she's using podcasting as the metaphor for Oh, that's what the producers prompt. They're yeah. like, so like if you were if this was a podcast you were recording, how would you put it in terms you of You can always that? tell when the producers do that. When someone's like a veterinarian. They're like, describe this like you know, how is survivor like working with animals and yeah, it's like herding a bunch of cats, but you don't have the little clamper thing. <laughs> Remember that like cat Oh, like the net? The yeah. little net that <laughs> scoops cats up, angry cats at the vet. Yeah. I don't know if that's a commonly used tool, but I saw it on it Instagram yeah. and it made me laugh. Okay. Who do I have? I have I have Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors and he does have a little Audrey too with him. Ooh, okay. Audrey too gonna be eating some some island food probably. Now Seymour, is this a specific depiction? I mean, no, I I was imagining Rick Moranis. Rick in Moranis my head, comes to but mind. But that's kind of Seymour doesn't change too much and between the original the orig Roger Corman. The musical, then the he's Yeah. He's, he's basically Seymour. the same character. Okay. So Seymour, kind of a pushover, uh, can fall in love uh, really until easy. he snaps and murders a dentist. Yeah, but that dentist had common. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Or not he didn't technically murder He allowed a dentist. He let to him die. die. Yeah. I think I have two here, so I'm gonna give you back one and I will take Toxie from the Toxic Avenger. Now, just to be clear, this is post-transformation. This is post-transformation. It is not Melvin. No. Okay. Melvin would not stand a chance. Melvin would be first boot, for yes, sure. Yes, he would. Uh, but Toxie from the Toxic Avenger, very large, very uh, well-meaning and moral, ethical superhero. Yes, he's a he's a good guy. He, yes. Mm-hmm. Completely law-abiding, except for in terms of uh, scale of punishment. I have Shorty from Killer Clowns. Oh, put up your dukes, put up your dukes. Everyone's space. favorite clown. Easily the, the fan favorite clown. Yes. He's the cutest one. And he's got a little boxing gloves. Mm -hmm. and He puts the cherry on the pie. Yeah. When he walks by. Realizing I don't know really if, does he have a personality besides he's just Mischievous. kind of a funny little guy? He's, he's I wouldn't want to 
you know, I wouldn't want to be close to him. He's horrendous. He's ugly. Yeah, yeah, but he's also cute. Yeah. He's like those pictures of the world's ugliest dog competitions where they're ugly dogs, but that makes them cute. Why do I feel like it's always a papillon? It's always breed? some kind of chihuahua mixed with like, yeah, papillon, like the yeah. big ear or Chinese crested. And it's just like. <laughs> Their teeth are sticking out in all different directions. Okay. The Lyle tribe gets possessed Millie from Freaky. Yeah. Now, so this is the inverse of what we had before, where we had Vince Vaughn possessed by Millie. So, so it, this it was the killer's body with her. So this it. contestant looks like Catherine Newton. Yes, but has a serial killer spirit inhabiting her. Correct. And they've got the the red jacket, yeah. the ponytail, very mm -hmm. cool look. Yeah. Ruthless, able to learn quickly. Yeah, they very, did their makeup. Very adaptable. That first morning that they woke up as a young girl, they they did their makeup well enough to go to high school and not get called out. Yeah. So that's adaptation right there. I have Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Body. Ooh. I think she's going to be a tour de force because she is such a physical threat. Because she's basically supernaturally. She does have supernatural talented. strength. Yeah. Yep. She can. She can uh, levitate. She can light her tongue on fire and mm -hmm. not have it hurt. And she might be going for an all girls alliance because she has her famous line: "I'm not killing people. I'm just killing boys." Oh. So. Okay. It never works out. It never have any time on Survivor. Someone says, "Let's finally have a girls alliance go to the end." It has it ever never worked? Has out. it ever? worked i don't know on survivor i don't recall i've not seen every season but from the ones i've seen it has not worked all right um belial tribe eric draven from the crow yeah eric de raven eric d raven from the crow do we think he should have his little crow with him because that does yeah. give him certain he can have his crow if if uh seymour Yes, Audrey too. Audrey too's a bit more of a liability than the crow. Yeah. Because the crow, he basically can warg into it. And oh, see stuff. yeah, but then what's his human body doing while that's happening? I don't remember what happens while he's doing that. Does he just fall limp? I don't remember. Yeah, I imagine it's some kind of like spacing <laughs> out. Let's just go yeah, back. with that kind of rule, yeah. uh, just to say that. Yes. Okay. Um, I know you're going to be rooting for him because you think he's hot. I do. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Next one is I have uh, Christine of just a full, a straight up car, a sentient car, is playing Survivor this season. Okay. I told you I had to start. I'm like I gotta keep it interesting. Let's see what happens if a if a car that thinks and and has feelings plays Survivor. Maybe they can use Christine as a shelter. Maybe Christine will help them go like do certain challenges really well. I don't fucking know. Maybe it's a stupid idea. We'll see. <laughs> Let's find Maybe out. Maybe casting, AKA me, made a bad decision here. <laughs> hey, as long as uh, Christine can climb up a ladder and not quit Christ the first episode. <laughs> Dude, Christine paid what's his face, uh, Adam Klein, for, his, <laughs> for, for help. <laughs> for. <laughs> She got casting coaching from Adam Klein, and that's how a car got put on Survivor this season. And Jeff is furious. And Jeff is so pissed. <laughs> oh, the Hoffmanator, Mark Hoffman from Soul. Mark Hoffman. Wow. All right. 
Human man, ruthless. Ruthless, a good liar. Great liar. That guy is part of the police force and yet is a jigsaw apprentice for like five movies. Yeah, he lives a double life. Yes, and mostly does it well until the end. Mm-hmm. But then, then that's when he just breaks out and just starts murking people face to face. He doesn't care. I have Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You know what's weird is that my rep, like, when we say Beetlejuice. You think of the cartoon. I think of the cartoon. I knew knew you were going to say, as soon as you said, you know what? (laughs) Like, I bet he just thinks of the fucking cartoon. Yeah. I didn't watch the movie that much as a kid, but the cartoon was always on. I didn't really watch the cartoon, but I would watch the intro. I do. The intro is good. Yeah. I do think I may have watched the cartoon more than the movie itself as a kid. Mm-hmm. Granted, the cartoon for me, because I don't, we didn't own Beetlejuice on tape or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe the cartoon was just more accessible because yeah. it was, you know, reruns or whatever. Yeah. All right. Belial Tribe gets Mike Schmidt from... <laughs> Ooh, throwing one in for the kids here. This Five Nights with, at Freddy's. Yeah. This so is, this is Josh Hutcherson. Josh, Josh, that's a hard name to say. Josh, Josh Hutcherson from FNAF. And, uh, for the uh, kids. For the kids. He feels guilty about his brother being abducted. Yes. And that's about He has it. a younger sister as well. Yep. He takes care of. So he's a caring, compassionate man. I think, yeah, yeah. He is a provider for sure. Not too much else to him. I mean, he is the literal audience insert because (laughs) you're playing as him. Not in the first game, though. I think he plays in the third game or something. I don't know. We'll find out one day. Harry Stadling from Christmas Evil. Wow, Harry. Yeah, so uh, the kids get Mike Schmidt. I get Harry Stadling from Christmas Evil. And if you have not seen Christmas Evil, you should. You should. Uh, just watch the kill count. It's a good one. It's it's great. It is a very sleazy, uh, when was it from? Early 80s? Like 80 or 81, like real early 80s. Yeah, yeah, sleazy early 80s Christmas movie where a man named Harry, as a child, witnesses literally mommy kissing Santa Claus. Probably just his dad dressed up as Santa, but this traumatizes him. And he grows up to be a man obsessed with Santa, and he lives alone. He dresses as Santa, has Christmas stuff everywhere, and he's, to spy on the neighborhood kids to yeah, make to sure to put them being... on a on the naughty or nice list that he keeps. Yep. And he he's he is obsessed with naughty and nice as a yeah. concept. It's ve- I mean it's very Silent Night Deadly Night. It's not quite as sleazy as, as Silent Night I Deadly Night. I think I like it more than Silent Night. Oh Deadly yeah, Night. I think it's the better it's movie. It's a it's a better movie and it's not as uncomfortable. It's not as rapey. It's not as rapey. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Harry Stadling just if, if if you haven't seen it just it's a guy who thinks he's Santa. He's also middle management at a company where he used to be a line worker and now the line workers make fun of him for being middle management but also the execs don't like him cuz he's middle management. It's it's really It's it's a great movie. It's a, good it's movie. a very good Christmas movie <laughs> for the whole family. All right. I've got Randy Bradley from the passenger. So Randy is played by our very good friend Johnny Birchtold and how do we describe this character? Without spoilers, uh, he is a recent, I don't even think he went to college. He's like 21 years old, living in his hometown. Working at a burger joint. Yeah, and his his biggest, like he's just a pushover. A, the passenger kind of applies to his position in life also. And uh, 
He, you know, is told at one point, hey, you might be able to manage this place. And that kind of gets him excited. But other than that, he's just kind of sleepwalking through life because of something that happened to him as a kid. Uh, and he's a sweet little boy. Yeah. He's a sweet little boy, man. Yeah. We love you, Johnny. Yeah. So I just kind of almost wanted an excuse to just make Johnny <laughs> And if you need more reason to watch The Passenger, besides the fact that it's an extremely well-acted, suspenseful film, Kyle Gallner is his co-lead. It's just the two of them hanging out. And Kyle, every, I know you love Kyle Gallner if you're watching this channel. Yes. It's genuinely really good, and I'm not just saying that. Like, it's not a thing where all our friends made a movie, and I'll say it's good, and then kind of politely ignore it mm -hmm. for, you know, and... <laughs> Until I don't feel obligated to talk about it. <laughs> no, it's really, it's really fucking good. It's horror adjacent, so more of a suspect, but violence in it. Yeah, it's it's really dark. Yeah, great, great stuff. Yeah. Who do you got? I got Richie from Scream Five. Oh, Richie! I was, I, I really wanted to do one of the newer Scream characters, and I thought he would be interesting because he's so. Spoiler for Scream 5. Well, yeah, he's he is a ghost face. But, you know, he can be nice. Mm -hmm. And he is a good liar and yeah. a good manipulator. But also, he's a whiny little bitch when he gets pushed too hard. So exactly. I think it'll be fun to see what happens. Yeah, he can clearly, you know, deceive. He deceives Sam for quite a while. But, yeah, as soon as he's found out, he is just a whiny little, mm -hmm. little bitch about it. Yeah. I think Molly just discovered Lucy was in here right before we started recording and was playing on this cat tower, and she can smell the cat. She's oh, losing her mind. I got <laughs> Thomas Wake from The Lighthouse. Now, with the name confusion in that movie, let's get some clarification. Is this, this Willem, is Willem Dafoe's Dafoe. character? This is Willem Dafoe. We got a farty old yep. seaman here. It's it's gonna be uh he's gonna be Here's the thing though. Winter he pick. knows he knows how to survive at yeah. sea. Yes. He's gonna have all the know-how. So do they keep him around even though his farts smell really bad? And he just kind of generally is unpleasant he's to be unpleasant around. Unpleasant man, he's gonna be bossy. Yeah. Definitely be Ooh. a bossy Bruce like kind Where of guy. He's micromanaging everyone. Hey, uh -huh. we don't talk shit about my Twitter friend Bruce. Shout out to Bruce who, does, who follows, follows me and, and Zoran on Twitter, but, but not James, which is really fucking funny. He just loves Danganronpa and Tremors. And Tremors, yes. And those are the only kill counts he's seen. And he's like, these two make a great show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. I have Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Nice. Which is not a horror movie, but she is a very scary part of that movie, and I think is totally viable for this. Just a grizzled old truck, just a, just a truck driver. driver lady who is also a ghost. Yep. She once crashed and, and yeah. died on a, uh, a night just like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on this very night, <laughs> 10 years ago. On this On the very... same stretch of road. In a dense fog, just like this. <laughs> My last, or the, at least the last survivor for Team Belial is Oogie Boogie. From <gasps> Mr. A Oogie Boogie. A Nightmare Before Christmas. He's a sack of bugs, he's, and he's here to play Survivor. He's used to playing games. That's true. He's, he's got gonna, his little Santa wheel. Yes, he is going to love all the game, but he's going to try and cheat, I bet. Oh, for sure, because he has he loaded, loaded dice, dice, right? Yeah. Mm. What's his face? The, the Santa obsessed one and him are on opposite <gasps> tribes. I didn't oh. even think of that. 
They could have talked about Santa had they if they make merge they can discuss Santa. I, hope, I don't even know how that conversation I don't would go. want that to influence yeah. the role play here, no. but I do hope they both make it to merge so that we can see how that weird relationship Cuz I don't know. I don't know. It'll just happen in the moment and we'll see what happens. And speaking of Santa, my the last contestant on Horror Survivor would be at the very top of Santa's naughty list. The naughtiest little boy of all of horror. Chris? It's Curtis from yeah! Bloody Murphy. <laughs> he is the baddest little boy, and we love him. It's Curtis. Curtis is a stone cold killer. Yeah. This motherfucker. Ruthless. Holy shit, he is a threat. This little boy who looks like if you shrunk Tom Cruise even more and made him 10 years old or No, old. he's too nerdy to look like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is kind of nerdy. I think we're given the wrong. He looks like Minkus from Boy Meets World. <laughs> for sure. He's just got like a little he's got his big glasses and like very just uh fine hair, but he is a ruthless fucking killer born under an eclipse along with his two other eclipse twins. The three of them run around this town murdering with abandoned and never getting caught because they're just cute little kids. Yeah, that's lots of, I'm realizing lots of professional liars yes. on this season. Survivor season of lies. And I think maybe for the first time ever, looking at both tribes, I don't think we have a tribe where one of the tribes is obviously physically more capable than the other. Well, let's do a little recap on on. Team Belial. Okay. We, we have Mike Schmidt from uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. We have Eric DeRaven from The Crow. We have Alice from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Toxie from The Toxic Avenger. Possessed Millie from Freaky. Randy Bradley <laughs> from The Passenger. Uh, Mark Hoffman from Saw. Oogie Boogie from A Nightmare Before Christmas, and Thomas Wake from The Lighthouse. Honestly, no, your tribe's kind of buff. It's pretty buff. Except for Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, hey, we, need to, been working we out. need to right now separate. Because I know that Johnny is in very good shape, but I don't think Randy is. No. I think Randy's a skinny little guy. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think Johnny uh, worked out after they filmed that because he's looking good. Looking good, John. But also, yeah, just the character and the way you portray him. You're he such a good actor, you could get real buff and still play this character. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Pazuzu Tribe, we have Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. We have Richie from Scream 5. We have Beetlejuice. We have Shorty from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We have Jennifer from Jennifer's Body. We have Christine, a car. We have Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors, who has Audrey too with him. We have Harry from Christmas Evil, and we have Curtis from Bloody Birthday. <laughs> That's a child. Yeah, I think my team has got a little bit more. Uh, yeah, hats. okay. Thinking about it for two seconds. But as far as like brains go, I feel like it's all easy peasy, all even. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And again, if you don't know, all these have had, all these characters come from properties that have been covered in some way on the channel, except for Beetlejuice and The Passenger, which, which will have an will interview be. out this month uh, or next month, December, depending yeah. on when this comes out. So, And it was a damn good interview it was. that I really enjoyed. It's with Johnny and Kyle Gallner. 
So we'll have a Kyle interview and another Johnny interview since we talked to him in podcast form before. Yeah, I realized I forgot to ask Kyle if he likes candy corn <laughs> because that was the big hot topic of our podcast with Johnny. <laughs> and I wish I brought it up. I almost spit this up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, episode one, we're building shelters. We're getting to know each other. What are what are the dynamics unfolding here? Because this is um, important to establish right away. Yeah, we want to see who's drawn to each other, what kind of little alliances are being formed right off the bat, just based on vibes. That's usually how it goes here. And even though Modern Survivor doesn't dwell on it too much, we're going to say that building a shelter and finding food and such is an important element here. I do think it impacts, it impacts a few things. It's like how well you're going to do in challenges, your mental state, and maybe resentment you have towards your other tribe members if everyone sucks ass at building a shelter or you're you're the one person who maybe could build something but no one's helping you and mm -hmm. there's that. So I'm looking I'm uh, the first name that I see that I want to kind of like tease out here is Alice and I feel like Alice is not having a good time on this tribe because I mean Mike Schmidt he's a good looking guy but he's kind of quiet and brooding and obviously has something trouble. Not him. her type. Not her type. Eric DeRaven a uh, little too. He's too guy. I don't think goth. she's into the goth because she's she's dating thing. lee pace and he wouldn't like her she's too vapid exactly and like we got randy who's very quiet also very troubled uh maybe Tom she could manipulate him a little bit she might lean on that Toxie isn't gonna like her no because she's vapping and, she, and he's kind of he's ugly she's, she's not gonna like him oogie boogie no maybe possessed <laughs> millie she might be drawn towards and see like i mean she's definitely gonna go I towards think millie she might pretend you know, hey, I'm all fellow teenaged, not teenaged, fellow young adult girl. You think possessed Millie is going to do that? I think, yes. yeah, she yeah. might be yeah. seeing that Alice is kind of on the outs already and might think I can use that to my advantage. Yeah, so I, I think that's right. And and then maybe, you know, the, if they can maybe sink their hooks into Randy, he'll just go with whoever basically forces him to come with them because that's the premise of the movie. He is forced to just come along. And so they might do that with him. He's kind of a he's kind of a free guy to just grab. He and take is with kind him. of a free vote in the right hands, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also push him far enough, and he'll stand up for himself. Yeah, we're just not there yet. We're not there yet. Toxie is all focused on who is a good person and doing right and abiding by the laws. Toxie's going to like Randy. He's going to like Randy. He is. He's going to want to protect that he's poor sweet really boy. He's really going to want to stick his neck out Dude, for him, Eric DeRaven and Toxie kind of have similar Honestly, vibes. that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah, they're both vigilantes <laughs> yes, taking care of people who need to be they punished are. but aren't because Dude, of the system. Fuck yes, These two they both are have They both have undergone a transformation. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm into that alliance. A I'm gonna lot. make a pitch too. Yeah. I think Thomas Wake is in there. <laughs> what? Explain yourself. He has a job that he is devoted to, and he will respect. I think someone else who's devoted to a job, mm, especially more of a working class. Like Toxie yeah. is a working class man, especially. Yeah. Hmm. Hoffman. Hoffman is he's even off-putting when he's trying to be a good guy. He just has kind of an air about him. Yeah. So I don't know who he like him and like. Oogie. It's so funny when you talk to Saw fans. People have intense feelings about Hoffman. <laughs> he really just just looking at him. You're like I I either love him or I I just fucking hate that guy. Yeah. And his cheekbones and like beautiful lips you know he's like that's the thing that makes him so divisive i think is the fact that he's like too handsome like he's like a cartoon of a handsome person you think so a little Costas? 
Yeah. I don't think Hoffman is. I think Costas is very ha- handsome. Yeah. I think but- Hoffman, they kind of make up to be... I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that might also just be the style of the time. You know, actually looking at this, Mike Schmidt is probably going to be drawn towards Randy and very protective of him. Randy seems like a little brother type. Do you? Th- I bet Mike Schmidt could see his little brother, had he survived, growing up oh. into being a little Randy. Okay. You know? Okay. And they both, they both, This is, I didn't think this through very well, obviously. Uh, not to spoil anything directly about the passenger, but they both have regrets about something that happened in their childhood yeah. that they are cannot get over and it actively haunts them but neither of them are at fault yeah they're both like it's not like they did something horrible they did something by accident or by just Ooh. mistake and it haunts them it's their life yeah they're gonna be drawn to each other for that for sure and then i feel like yeah oogie boogie and hoffman would maybe just kind of see themselves as like oh all these other people are pairing off. Uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go with the bug guy. Oogie Boogie would like cops. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a crooked cop? He's gonna be like, that's my fucking. Oh, guy crooked right cop. There. Sure, yeah, okay. I thought I just like thought generic. No, like he's like a mo- like I'm thinking of Oogie Boogie as like a 1920s gangster. And if you're a 1920s gangster, most cops are your fucking friend. Dude. <laughs> It's all crooked, so I could okay. see those two having a fun little racket going on. Sure, it might not be the strongest alliance, but I, they got no one else here. Do you think maybe they try and keep their alliance a secret? And Hoffman's like, maybe let's pretend we don't like each other, but actually... Yeah, I think Hoffman could pitch that. Yeah. And yeah, he's he's always thinking one step ahead. I'm not sure if anyone else would kind of get along, just don't want to... I mean, you know... I mean, does Mike Schmidt, and this is a stretch, but Mike Schmidt's kind of... He's a security guard to him and Hoffman mm. they, they might talk about that at some point I could also see maybe possessed Millie seeing a kindred spirit in Mark Hoffman and secretly reaching oh, out to him secret, in private a, a double like, life yeah like look all these other people are soft and weak and like I know that we're where we could do a survival of the fittest kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I think we got a decent grasp Interesting of the dynamics chemistry. Here. I like it. I like the pairings. I always yeah. like that. Let's see if this tribe is as cohesive as that, because <laughs> there's a lot of weird shit going on. Um, Harry and Curtis are going to hate each other. Oh yeah, because like you said, Curtis number one naughty Curtis boy. Curtis is is public enemy number one for <laughs> Harry because he is a naughty little boy. Russell, have you watched the Bloody Birthday Kill Count? No, it is. I just want to make you watch Bloody Birthday, period. That, it I mean, is the funniest fucking movie of all time. But the kill count is one of my absolute favorite. At, at conventions, when people ask me what my favorite kill count is, it's Bloody, Bloody Birthday. birthday. Is the I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, got a lot of weirdos over there. There's a huh? lot of misfits. Yeah, because I'm seeing Beetlejuice. I'm seeing Shorty. Beetlejuice is going to be uncomfortably obsessed with Jennifer Check. And I think yeah. Jennifer Check is going to understand this and manipulate Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Does she have anyone to reach out to here on this fucking tribe? Who's behind Seymour? I can't see. Christine. It's Christine, a car. Yeah, you know what? She's. This is interesting because I was worried Jennifer Check was just gonna like just steamroll everyone because she's so powerful. Like it's it's almost it's borderline a Megan situation. But <laughs> oh, she, her whole thing, yeah, like you said, it's it's girl solidarity and that's not really possible for her on this tribe like large marge and christine are the closest yeah yeah that's a car and a ghost i think because men also don't take her seriously like she gets abducted by that band adam brody yeah takes her 
Carl Gallner's also in Jennifer's body. He is, he? yeah. <laughs> He's a sweet little goth boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, maybe she will just try and maybe take advantage of both Beetlejuice and Richie. Oh, yes. Yes. You think Richie would simp for her? He might. He, you know, has He's sexual interests. He's going to be smarter than Beetlejuice about it. Yeah. Richie and Jennifer seem like the most normal people here. Seymour's kind of normal. He's he's Seymour's a good guy. Yeah. He's he's She she can manipulate Seymour here, really easy. Here's the thing. I was thinking about that, but she is not his type. St- not his type. Oh, he likes nice girls. Yeah, like Audrey mm-hmm. is the nicest girl. Yeah. And is caring and kind and she She's more of a needy than a Jennifer. She is. Like they like Seymour and Audrey need each other because they both are like kind they're both victims of different circumstances. Like they're both are are totally they're downtrodden mm-hmm. and that's how they kind of find each other okay that's not jennifer at all so okay. i don't think he's gonna be into her whole thing sure um see i feel like seymour and harry might have similar vibes seymour when he does when we see the dark side of him he's very much like you know what some people deserve to be punished mm. like the dentist you know who can do that and he starts rationalizing here's who i can feed to my plant because they deserve it. Yeah, so he so. has the same kind of morality view that Harry yeah. does. Yeah, okay, interesting. Okay. Large Marge, <laughs> there's not a ton to go off for her, I'm realizing. I mean, she's just kind of a cool trucker lady. Yeah, Who? Brusque, it seems scary. like people like her, liked her in life because they, they made a memorial for her at the yeah. little diner. So beloved. You know what? I bet she would find Beetlejuice hilarious. Dude, do you think her and Beetlejuice are hanging out? Maybe. She's like an old grizzled truck lady. His little antics. I think she might. She wouldn't be offended by him. I think she might find him funny. That's and he wouldn't fun. be like too gross for her. She sits in a car for 12 hours. They're both undead and they both can like morph themselves. Yeah. Do they have shared crews working on those They're movies They're both maybe? in the Tim Burton verse. So. Yeah, there you go. Of course. Oh, yeah. Shared crews. Yeah. Maybe the director. Yeah. <laughs> Interest. Another weird connection here is... Uh, Large Marge is also a Kyoto Brothers creation, <laughs> along with Shorty. Shorty. The yes, clown. yeah, yeah. So Shorty, um, I kind of like the idea of Shorty and Christine, uh, just like he's driving her around. <laughs> but okay, here's what we also have to think of: Christine's whole deal is she manipulates. Um, is it Archie? Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. The is. the Art Art Artie, the kid and Christine. Yeah, he's kind of a Seymour. Mm, he's a Seymour who becomes a cool guy. Yeah. Based on Christine. But yeah, he is like a put upon nerd prior to the transformation. Mm-hmm. So. And it's interesting. Christine is almost like his, that kid's Audrey too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think Christine would be able to uh, attach herself or get Seymour interested in her. Yeah. Okay. As good like, call. I will protect you. Because mm-hmm. that's her, her, her thing is she is like smothering protection and will kill everyone like she's a toxic girlfriend pretty much <laughs> yeah so okay shorty is kind of kind i mean it's hard with the killer clown i don't know what they uh what motivates them they just like killing people and laughing about it is that just the same thing we ran into with art <laughs> like what drives him <laughs> nothing yeah i think i think shorty's just kind of the the chaotic loner okay for now okay maybe a bit of a sifu <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Shorty also referred to himself in the third person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who voted for Shorty? Who voted for Shorty? <laughs> okay, interesting. Here's our first immunity challenge. All right. Each team has to untie a gigantic knot holding down two oars. Then two players must paddle out, retrieve a flag that's like out in the middle of the water, and then bring it back. And the first team back wins immunity. Okay. First, they have to untie a knot. So dexterity. A little bit of dexterity. Yeah. Sucks for Christine. Christine's going to have a rough time at most of these challenges, I assume. (laughs) She's kind of dead weight. Yeah. Unless there's like a race. Mm Mm-hmm. That's about it. In the sand. In the through sand. Through the jungle. Mm-hmm. But we can all, again, like I said, maybe are they using Christine as a shelter? Does she have heat? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about shelters. Um, real fast, I guess. Thomas Wake is probably going to be able to handle building stuff along with Toxie helping him for Certainly muscle. Certainly Mark Hoffman. He's building saw traps. And oh, shit. yeah. Yeah. He, he continues on that job even after John Kramer and Amanda are dead. So he's... He's got some engineering skills to him. So they, I feel like they're they're doing okay with their situation. I the think have, Large Marge is probably good at building stuff. Or at least has the muscle. To, yeah, who's like leading the... Who's the architect here? There's not many... Um, no, you might be struggling. Harry's a, a assembly line man. Richie is yeah, a Yeah, I guess that doesn't directly kid. translate to being able to build stuff. Yeah, like she would be able to help. But as far as like directing everything goes, I don't... And so would Harry, yeah. Um, you guys might be struggling a little in that regard. So, I mean, can people take turns sleeping in Christine? I think that's what they're going to have to turn to, with yeah. The, with heat, though? That's nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Is she going to run out of gas? <laughs> well, like Megan's she's p- supernatural, so no. Oh, that's true. I think she runs regardless. I just think, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a very funny fail. That like that. That's a short book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that is that maximum overdrive where they force them to fill them up because they're out of gas? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. They yeah. force them at gunpoint. The cars force the humans at gunpoint to put more gas into them. It's such a good movie. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Yeah. Untying this knot. Um, I think Shorty's gonna be great at untying a knot just because clown magic. Doesn't he have balloon hands? You know, he has balloon hands. He has no, like boxing gloves, gloves, but they're but removable. He's got, he's got hands. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they're big, like, four-digit They're kind of like sausage fingers. Yeah, they're like, they're like Mickey Mouse hands, kind of. Yeah. But... I'm here to make the challenges complicated. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> no, we're going to be here for so long. Beetlejuice also has some magical elements to him, I guess. Um, Curtis has got tiny little hands. Thomas Wade can tie a knot <sighs> like nobody's right. fucking he's business. He's going to know how to untie knots. He's a seaman. Just for, and for like paddling out and stuff. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Thomas is going to be using his old man strength. Can I just, okay, I don't remember exactly how each of the last three survivors we did went down. Yeah. I feel like your tribe wins immunity right off the bat every single time. Somehow you always have a better tribe. You Maybe so? I'm misremembering. Yeah, I don't remember I don't enough remember. specifically. I don't remember either. They're, they're all a blur. I do feel like Thomas Wake and then Toxie's helping him, him paddle. Yeah, I, I'll give it to you guys. Okay. Who's getting voted out here? Okay, so uh, after, after losing the immunity challenge, Pazuzu Tribe goes to Tribal, and they have to vote one person out. So how do these votes fall? I mean, Christine they're going to keep because she's their shelter. Yeah. They got to stay warm. Which is interesting because is that worth it for how much of a liability she is in At some point it won't be, but I think right now they still have enough people to shed to keep their warmth that night. 
to sleep in that car. Okay. Large Marge has strength. They don't want to give that up right away when it comes to challenges. Yeah. What is Curtis's pitch to keep himself around since he is a small little boy? Um, He's fast. He has little kid energy. He does have little kid energy. Those kids can run around. He can fit. Just for the hell of it. tiny spaces. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, is, is Harry just annoying Curtis enough to for Curtis to start like a whisper campaign against him? Because Harry's going to be like on his ass about being a naughty little boy this whole time. Who's going to listen to Curtis? Well, he is a little bit of a manipulator. Not a lot of the adults in town know that he's an evil kid killer because he always does put on that little like, gee, golly, shucks kind of thing. I think Seymour and Harry are going to go for Curtis, though. Because Harry, I can't see voting for anyone besides Curtis. He's a naughty boy. He has to get him out. And Seymour's his ally. Does he know he's a naughty boy right away? I think Harry can sniff it out. Okay. Harry's watching these kids. Okay. And he's the only kid on the tribe. So Harry's just fucking. Yeah. It's like when Molly just fixes in on Lucy. Yeah. Harry just won't turn away from Curtis. Yeah. And he's going to see him slip and be a little naughty boy. God, do we think <laughs> Curtis is out? No, I think that Seymour and Harry, I think Harry and Seymour and maybe Christine because she's with Seymour will vote for him. But I feel like the others might vote for Harry. Why, though? He's kind of a wet blanket. He's obsessed with Santa. He's like 40 something years old. It's weird. <laughs> I guess. They're, they're, from their perspective, they're like, why is this guy obsessed with this kid? That's sure. weird. And maybe they're like, we need to protect this poor innocent boy from yeah. this creepy man dressed as Santa. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're like, okay. let's let's okay. cut this off before it gets into a bad situation here. Okay. Okay. So I think, yeah, Seymour, Harry, maybe Christine vote for Curtis. The others all vote for Harry. Shorty does whatever the fuck right, he wants. All right, so it's Shorty Harry. draws a pie on his voting thing. Is it? <laughs> does not count. Does not, yeah, pie does not count. <laughs> So is Harry out? Yeah, which sucks because I love Harry. I love Harry too, but wanted, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. You know. I also have another proposition here for potential alliance. Now that Harry's gone, mm-hmm. Seymour's going to be feeling vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to like the musical and how Seymour gets taken in by Mr. Mushnick, who is kind of just this overbearing businessman who's kind of a dick. But you still like him. I feel like maybe Beetlejuice could fill that same weird niche of like, hey, kid, I'm going to take care of you. I'll teach you the ways of the world, kind of. Oh, is this your car girlfriend? Yeah, she can come too. You know, he's like, not my type, but I respect it. (laughs) I like him more goth and way younger. Yeah, way younger. (laughs) I feel like everyone has ties to someone except for Shorty here. So Yeah. I'd be I'd be cautious. Except, of, and Curtis. Who, I mean, I guess, do they, does everyone still feel kind of protective of Curtis now? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if he can uh, be an asset in an immunity challenge. Okay. Or, uh-oh, there's a die. Yeah, I know. Your eyes bugged out as soon as I picked up those dice. Random event. Beetlejuice found a clue to an idol location. The idol is buried somewhere in camp. It's valid till merge. We don't have to decide immediately if this person, if if Beetlejuice digs it up right away, they can wait until a later episode when conditions might be a bit more accommodating. I think he's going to, he's not going to want to tell people. He's going to want to hold that straight to his pinstripe chest. Yeah. So I think he's going to wait to dig it up. Okay. So I put the little, the little marker here. So we know he has an idea. Does he, is he close enough to anyone to tell them? 
do you think he maybe tells Seymour as a as a show of like trust? Like, hey, hey mm. kid, you know, just uh just let you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Seymour would not tell he's not a snitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next episode, uh that random event was part of episode two, sorry. So the next thing on this episode is the immunity challenge. The castaways okay i already know who fucking wins this challenge i just i put these together and like it's a lot and there are certain things that like i don't realize or think about until i read them out (laughs) the castaways will be attached to a rope that is tangled around several fences and poles that they must jump over and climb through in order to untangle it and make their way to the finish one different member or one member from the bigger tribe is going to sit out. So someone from Belial's got to sit out. But basically, everyone's tied to each other and they're all they're trying to maneuver their way through an obstacle course. Christine, how's a car going to do like, that? I know. I know. It like, OK, um, I guess from the bigger tribe, uh, Ogie doesn't want a rope tied around him because it might squeeze some bugs out. So he'll sit out and um, they compete. And, and since Christine's a car. Yeah, you try for We win. <laughs> I think the cars probably have to go soon. I think, th- I think they're going to be a, like... It was a fun... We had a fun time with the car, but for my own sanity <laughs> and it not being as funny as I wanted it to be, I think we can, we're going to have to have them vote. Hey, you know what? Sometimes casting goes that way. You cast someone, you think they'll make a good character, and then there's just like, no, nope, let's get them out of there. <laughs> Jeff goes on a podcast and is like, this is why paying for casting advice oh, is you did say that detrimental did that. Yeah. to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff is uh, going on a diatribe against Christine. Yeah. All right. So they go to tribal. Um, they make their cases. I think everyone's just like, Jeff, uh, you need to have maneuverability in this game. You need to be able to move around. and Yeah. Uh, this is a very old school survivor elimination where back when the show felt a bit more uh about actual survival there would often be episodes where it's just there's barely any strategy and everyone's just like this person is losing sucks at making or at, at doing challenges so we're voting for them and yeah. there's no sleight of hand or kind of question because now it's like oh that person sucks at uh challenges so they're the obvious vote let's all vote on that okay now that everyone's voting yeah, on now that, that let's every, de- exactly. make our move no, no, yeah no. i think this is a very uh utilitarian old school survivor vote and we're just gonna get rid of christine is it unanimous? I I think so. Even Seymour? Yeah, because now he's got Beetlejuice. He's, Beetlejuice is telling him how to vote. Okay. All right. I hope Seymour and, and Randy can get together and... <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Little guys unite. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Episode three. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Another random it's event. another random event. Oh, man. Am I going to hate what I've done? Mark Hoffman trying to do something stupid. Maybe he's climbing like slippery rocks like what's-his-face was doing. Falls. He gets a concussion. (gasps) He is evac'd. He's out of the game? He's out of the game. Mark Hoffman got medevac'd? He got medevac'd, dude. We have our first ever just straight-up evac. Mark Hoffman is gone from Survivor. What? Because he was showing off. I don't know what he was doing. Oh, I don't think the viewers are going to like this. Maybe he'll come back next season. Yeah, like a Bruce. Like Bruce. Wow. He must have. 
you know what? I bet he was trying to get into a good position to like spy on someone because he's a little crafty, sneaky guy. And yeah, was trying to, there like, you go. Climb some slippery rocks and slipped and fell. And they're like, what the? F- oh my God, is he okay? And he was not okay. He's not okay. Alice was filming a confessional <laughs> and they got the word, the camera op, and were like, I gotta go. And she's like, well, no, I was talking. And they run off. And then there's just the running POV shot to the beach where Hoffman's getting put on a stretcher and put on a boat. And Jeff has to take a little boat to Belial tribe and tell them that Mark Hoffman's gone. Yep. Does anyone cry? I feel like often when someone gets evac'd, there's tears. But I don't know if anyone is that attached. Alice is for TV time. That's true, yeah. She's crying and getting that footage I think she would get herself worked up that it's so sad that someone's chance at Survivor is over. That's what she's saying in actuality to get the tears. She's thinking about how her confessionals were cut short. Yeah. And that Edgic is going to think that she's not a winner anymore. Mm, Sure. There you go. Oh, no. Yep. First evac. Wow. Yeah. Hoffman. I was nervous about because it's... random it changes things yeah certainly but we do still have a reward challenge this episode at least so that'll maybe get everyone's spirits up a little bit (laughs) yeah each tribe is going to dive down into the water to remove rocks from a small boat when they've removed enough rocks the boat's gonna rise to the surface and float we've done this challenge before in horror survivor like two i think tribe members uh then are going to use buckets of water to get or buckets they're going to use buckets to get water out of the boat and then once the tribe gets all the water out and the boat is like sailable they row back to shore the first tribe back wins and the prize is blankets and tarp want to know what you're playing for Blankets and tarp. Blankets and tarp, which... They need now that they've lost their car. Yes, Pazuzu is going to be extremely motivated to win this challenge because... Okay. Are they even teams or no? You still have one extra person? Or I... Belial has one extra person? Yes, so someone's got to sit out. It'll be... uh, Thomas Wake. Um, Why why would you sit him out this challenge where it's bailing out a boat? Yeah, I guess... um, Alice, she says that she's too uh, she's, she's shaken too up emotional. about Hoffman. Okay, yeah. yeah, sure. Okay, so swimming down, picking up rocks. Anyone having a hard time swimming? I don't think anyone on my team. I think everyone's... My team's good except for Ogie Boogie. Can he get wet? I don't know. Is he dry clean only? Even if he can, it, would it be really hard for him to even like get any... Di- like, is he very buoyant? I don't know how bugs in a burlap sack. Yeah, what's underwater. the physics of just a bunch of bugs in a sack? I feel like they'd sink. It'd get wet and waterlogged, right? I feel like he could, he'd be slow, but he could manage. Can Oogie Boogie swim? I think. No one has thought about that before this moment. I think yes, <laughs> but slowly. Okay. Yeah. Um, any of your people, they're all okay? I think. They're fine. Okay. I can't think of any reason any of them would not be able to. Yeah. Again, can Beetlejuice swim? A thing no one has thought about <laughs> until right now, this exact moment. So they're all swimming down decently enough. They're moving those rocks. It comes up. They have to bucket out water from the boat. I think Jennifer and Large Marge are really carrying right now hmm. this challenge, especially that just that motivation to have some blankets and tarp. Yeah, I mean, we've got Thomas Wake and uh, Thomas Wake and Toxie over here are real strong. I don't know, my team's pretty strong over here. Team yeah. Belial. 
I don't know. This is a close one. How about you just roll a die to see who wins? Just, like, just a total coin flip? Yeah, because it's just it's so so close. I'm not mad about it. Okay, I'm going to do four-sided die. Even Evens is... Belial? Yes. Odds is Pazuzu. Okay. Four. That's Belial. <sighs> okay. And the, yep, they just cinch it right at the end. All right. And, and Pazuzu is sad. Fair. I realized I forgot to write blankets and tarp on one of my little things, so this, like screw is gonna represent blankets and tarp <laughs> all right sorry snuggle up everyone morale's up after losing mark hoffman yeah which like he wasn't super close to anyone anyway no but it's like a damn that's another uh that's something that can help us in challenges although they're kind of they're fine honestly they're doing fine Belial's sitting all right yeah and uh so yeah no tribal this episode because we had an evac that's right that's what happens episode Four, we're going right into another immunity challenge. This one is at least not just pure strength. Good. Which is good. That makes we'll it have up. some variety here. Yeah. Starting on a pontoon in the ocean, the tribes are going to sweat. You requested specifically. You're like, you got to have this challenge in here this season. I'm reading it and realizing which one it is. The tribes are going to swim out to a cage. So each tribe has a big cage, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which they will enter and unlatch from the ocean floor. They will then use poles to carry the cage onto the beach, where one member will dig their way out from under the cage and untie three balls, which they will throw back into the cage. The members still inside the cage will shoot those balls onto three progressively taller, uh, wrong pre okay, I'm going to say into three progressively taller baskets. The first two tribes to land all three balls wins. Wow. Did you say the first two tribes? Because it yep. was taken from Because I copied it from tribes. the Survivor fan wiki. <laughs> so the first tribe to land all three balls wins. This was done this season. This season, They yeah. described the challenge and we were like, that's it? We're like, and that's it dumb. And then, no, we saw what the reality of the giant cage meant. And it was one of the coolest it was pretty challenges. Good. Just such it's a big, sweat. heavy cage. Yeah. All right. So they're getting the cage there first. Belial is because they're they've got the strength, the brute strength. Right. But then at that point, someone's got to someone's got to dig their way out. And I think oh, you have Curtis. Curtis is gonna squeeze out under there fastest. Can he throw those balls back into the cage well enough? I guess that's not the hard part. Does the he ball? Does Curtis ball? I think, yeah, He's obviously. Balling, so, yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, as far as my uh, or Belial's guys, I think Randy's going to be the one who has to tunnel underneath. He seems to be the most slender. But does he ball? I don't know. Randy does, he does. He's not balling. So he's struggling, I think, to get the the basketball. Okay. Not basketball. They're just balls. So they're generic kind of, gym class balls. I don't yeah, know what they are. They're kind of like dodgeball looking yeah. dodge. Or ball. ball yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's late uh, <laughs> so okay they're about even when it gets down to teams having to throw the balls into the hoops yeah now does anyone have what I'm gonna say because this is close to a carnival game we're throwing the little balls into the progressively taller basket don't you say shorty I think shorty's gonna he's be good at this he's short he's the shortest so clown. what so is Curtis yeah but Curtis just has to get the balls back into the cage this is like requiring finesse, accuracy, and strength. Those hoops get way high up there. I feel like for some reason, Richie's going to do not bad. Jack Quaid mm. is a tall guy. Seems pretty athletic. I don't think anyone else on there is shooting balls like that. Uh, over here, shooting hoops. I don't know how Mike Schmidt 
is at basketball. Probably not good. I think he was too troubled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh my God. You know what though? Ooh, here's some weird trivia about past Chelsea. I actually, the first famous person I ever interviewed was Josh Hutcherson when I was working at Entertainment Tonight and they were like, we need, we were supposed to have a Josh Hutcherson, like a fan, like a like a lucky fan who was going to interview Josh via video chat about a basket, a celebrity basketball tournament <laughs> that he was competing in. And they asked, hey, do you do you just want to do it? And I said, sure. And so I was on Entertainment Tonight uh, where they did not say that I worked there. I was just a, a lucky fan, quote unquote, who interviewed Josh about playing basketball and being in a select. So he might fall, dude. Dude, FCC is going to come after E.T. now. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, right. They should have disclosed that I worked there. Uh, you know, and also he was really, really nice. And um, yeah, I hope I hope that if we do reconnect eventually because of Five Nights that I get to tell him that be like, we actually we've done this before. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I don't you know what? I think your team has the better baller in terms of Richie, Richie. and or Shorty. Yeah. Everyone else. I might, like, I don't think Toxic Avenger has the finesse. No. Uh, Eric Draven, I don't know how he... Because at the end of the day, Toxie is still a nerd at heart. And I don't think he's hmm. like a sports he guy. He just got strong. Thomas Wake is is not a basketballer. The, yeah. Yeah. Eric Draven didn't like gym class, I bet. It, oh, God, no. Like, he's strong, but like, he was outside smoking instead yeah. during gym. I'll give it to Team Pazuzu, thanks to the balling efforts of Richie. And maybe Shorty got one of them. Okay. The shortest one. Great. All right. We're going to, to Tribal now. Okay. So who's going home from well, the they, they They put up a good fight, but they lost in the end just because, you know, no one had the hooping skills. But um, I, they got to start wondering about Oogie Boogie sitting out. And... Oh, he's... he's- Pulling a Sandra, maybe, where maybe. he's like, I don't even need to prove my challenge prowess because I'm smart and yeah, he's I trying will to pitch himself in other ways, other ways to win. Yeah, but this tribe is like uh, his partner is gone or like his closest he ally lost Hoffman. Hoffman is gone. So maybe he's just an easy target. And while they're saying that, possessed Millie can read the situation. And she knows that the easy vote that everyone's going to do is Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. So she starts seeing if she can get out someone else. Maybe someone who would be a threat more down the line. Maybe someone like Toxie, who is obsessed with good and bad. And if he finds out who she really is, Mm, it's going to be a problem. That's true. She doesn't want herself revealed. Yeah. So who could she try to recruit? Because obviously Eric is going to hang out with Toxie, his ally, and they're going to vote Oogie. She can obviously get Oogie to vote for Toxie. And is she still uh, is she still able to influence Randy or is Mike being a, a guardian to him? Yeah, like how, would, how do Millie and Mike feel about each other? I don't know. Because that's going to... Well, she can get Alice to vote for Oogie. Yeah. Because he smells bad. And- yeah. 
So, he's gross. He's or wait, not, I'm sorry, not Ogie. They're trying to get Toxie out. Oh, I see. But, but similar, he also smells bad. Yeah, <laughs> he smells like sewer. <laughs> he's also gross. So that would be three versus two. It really depends on these other people. Is Thomas Wake going to hang out with Toxie and, and Draven? Because we said that they were kind of an alliance. So if the yeah. three of them are voting for Ogie, it really comes down to randy and mike holding the cards in the mm-hmm, middle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's going to be who they want to get out i think they don't want ogie there why would they vote out toxy toxy is like especially randy toxy oh yeah because randy's a good guy protect him yeah and mike like okay so they are going to side with and they don't tell anyone at tribal like they're they it's kind of up to them at tribal and when tribal comes Alice, Millie, and Oogie vote for Toxie, and everyone else votes for Oogie. Yeah. Getting rid of Oogie, but exposing Alice yes. and possessed yes, Millie yes, yes. Okay. as trying to take down Toxie. Mm-hmm. Oogie Boogie's gone. They're able to... Yeah, I guess they would put together that it's those two. Yeah, I okay. think so. All right. Episode five. A quick update here. Seymour, this whole time, has been having to feed Audrey too with his own blood and he's starting to feel pretty consistently woozy Mm. so let's incorporate that when we are discussing challenges and whatnot besides that we've got our immunity challenge for episode five uh does Beetlejuice want to try to get his idol oh yeah let's we gotta we gotta do an idol clue update for Beetlejuice yeah yeah let's just give it to him you think he's gonna? Does he, he is he gonna t- get caught by anyone? They never do. They do never get caught, which blows my mind. I would I would hate to be on Survivor here's, and he, get caught. Here's what I think happens. I think everyone else, including Shorty, somehow is going to the ocean to like bathe, and Beetlejuice is like, nah, <laughs> I'll stay back, and he would have anyways. Yeah. So this is not out of character for him, and I think that's maybe when he he takes his shot and digs up the idol and finds it. So now Beetlejuice has an idol. Okay. And he has Seymour kind of watching over for him to, to let him know when anyone's coming back. He, he tells oh, yeah, Seymour to like keep everyone in the, in the water longer. So let's go to our immunity challenge. This challenge sounds fun. I don't remember which season this is from. I went back to some of the old, old survive, like season two, three, wow. four, because those challenges are so much more interesting, I think. And they are easier to describe on a show where I cannot rely solely on visuals. Yes. <laughs> um, Each tribe needs to pick a caller. Um, So who do we think is going to be a good caller for each? Either Richie, Richie or Jennifer. Or, yeah. Uh, she's got that like low husky voice. Maybe. Okay. So Rich will be the caller. I Richie think will call. he can project. Okay. Alice is loud, but I'm assuming there's also an element of communication. Involved I think she that, was going to get flustered. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Oh, man. We got a lot of quiet brooding mm-hmm. people over here. Yeah. The funny answer is Thomas Wake. I think <laughs> honestly, I was gonna say maybe they just pick Thomas because they assume, oh, he's a he's gonna be using old timey yeah, jargon. Yeah. But that they they're don't not, maybe yeah. they don't realize. Okay, so they okay. okay, so they pick Thomas. Okay, so what we're doing is uh it's a His whole thing is directions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's yelling and <laughs> So uh basically each of the remaining tribe members are moving like coconuts that are in like a little basket through a a maze with like a pulley system oh and the caller is telling the tribe members how to move it like they can't fully see 
what's going on that's the the caller is telling them like okay now like up a little bit and to the right and like they're maneuvering something it's like i'm imagining a connect four kind of grid is that what it's i think so yeah yeah yeah. the first tribe to get three coconuts through the maze is going to win oh okay so it'll be finesse from the people controlling the yeah like fine motor skills Uh and a bit like listening and 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 under and not getting confused by directions or getting flustered by directions yelled at them and then also the caller there's a like is is thomas gonna use like why can't i think like nautical directions like c <laughs> word yeah, C-word. <laughs> yeah like, like port what? starboard here's a thing so both tribes have seven people on it right now we have a caller on each i think if they each have to get three coconuts through that means all six have to be pair up and each pair has to get a coconut through. By That's like that, yeah. So everyone has to do it. You can't just have two awesome people on the pulley system right. and a caller. Right. So, uh, all right. So if Thomas Wake is calling, I'm assuming the allies are kind of kind of a uh, pair up. I think my pairs or Belial's pairs of Toxie and Eric are and are doing fine. Alice and Millie, Randy and Mike. They 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 seem like they'd be able to mostly follow directions and do it. How, what do you got over there? I think Jennifer's gonna maybe team up with Marge for this one. Okay. And then I think Shorty's gonna team up with Curtis, <laughs> and it's gonna be Beetlejuice and Seymour because they're kind of a pairing. Yeah. I'm a little concerned about Shorty and Curtis getting their ball, their coconut through. Yeah, me too. Because I don't know if Shorty takes any of this seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is a clown. Yeah. Literally. But maybe Curtis will just be like, all right, out of the fucking way. I'm basically just going to do this myself. Yeah, I feel like Marge and Jennifer can handle it. I'm, I'm really thinking Shorty's going to cause them to lose. Yeah. And Seymour is also dizzy. And he might just kind of forget, like, wait, this, and then he might get confused. and Yeah, he'll slow him down at least. He might take a little longer to focus. And he's not going to have as much fine, like, finesse to what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So I I think Pazuzu is going to tribal. Okay. Then. Yeah. So, but who's going home? No one knows about Beetlejuice's idol except for Seymour. Right. There's not an obvious week. I think Shorty is the most obvious. He, he you just think fucked they, up the last yeah, challenge. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how much he's bringing to the table here. Do you yeah. think they just get rid of Shorty uh, at this they, point? They might need to, yeah. Because no one's really allied with Shorty. No, he's been an agent of chaos by himself this whole time. Yeah, he honestly probably should have been booted earlier. <laughs> well, they had a card. To get yeah, rid of. yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess they just they just get rid of Shorty and hope that the remaining six are going to be strengthened and lead the way to victory. Yeah. All right. Episode six. Our next immunity challenge. It's an it's another challenge with a caller, but they can't be the same callers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no Richie so no or Richie. Thomas Wake as callers. Maybe Alice will will volunteer to do it. Yeah. And everyone else like kind of tries to politely dissuade her from doing it, but she's like, no, I got this. I have a podcast. She needs it for her her survivor resume too. Yeah. She's got to do something at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Maybe Large Marge volunteers okay. to call. Sure. She can project. Yep. Yeah. And she knows directions. And she knows directions because she drives a truck. Yeah. So 
Simple as. Um, this is the floating sliding puzzle, ah. which in past seasons of Survivor, I think makes everyone go a little bit crazy every time they do it because it seems so frustrating. And I don't think, at least in the seasons we've watched, there's like a time limit or anything. So they're just in the water for hours trying to do a slider puzzle. Like with big, heavy... Right, so what it is is you have like one caller who can see the whole puzzle from up above and they're on a platform and everyone else is in the ocean basically underneath this like slider puzzle, like one of those shitty like plastic slidey yeah. things you get. And so they can't see what the image on the puzzle looks like. So they're relying totally on the caller to be able to solve a puzzle and communicate the directions that all the pieces need to go yeah in. so the caller has to be able to do a slide puzzle yeah which there is a good strategy and technique to it i've learned it uh just in case and <laughs> uh also be able to communicate everything to their i think alice is gonna have a hard time communicating without getting flustered and and crying yeah but is seymour going to pass out in the ocean i mean the others can take up the weight, yeah, he's definitely not doing well, especially moving these heavy things through the water. I mean, Curtis is struggling too. He's a little boy. But I think maybe Beetlejuice, Richie, and Jennifer can can pick up the slack. Whereas over here, Alice is like, I'm, I'm having a hard yeah, time. Yeah, just might be like, oh my God, like, no. God. Yeah, I think no, she like, might. No, you got do it the right way. The, not like that. Like, do it. Yeah. Th- come on. I could see her getting very flustered. And then if 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 anyone in the water is like, can you please try to be more clear? It's like, oh my God. Like, I literally am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll give that to okay. Team Pazuzu. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. We didn't accommodate for sit-out. No, they're even now. They're not even. They're not even? Oh, one of uh, one of Bilal I mean, that, sit-out? that's not going to... The, the caller... No, Mike took a break to think about his kidnapped younger brother. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I don't got anything else to go off with the guy. Yeah. This is, that's the movie. He's sad about his brother. So I guess I guess Belial's going to tribal because yes. Alice is just not good at calling. Yes. All right. Who do we think is going home? And this is like no one's got idols over here. There's no. nothing. Uh... Well, Alice and Millie were exposed for trying to get rid of Toxie. So they are officially enemies. Once you find out that someone's written your name down, that's in most cases, you're never working together again. Yeah. You know? It's like, especially if you are someone with the black and white morality viewpoint of Toxie. Yeah, he can't understand that kind of gameplay where no. it would be like, no, it's just for the game. And he he's, Toxie's going to be, again, like such an old school, maybe like emotional survivor player where it's genuinely like, let's vote out who doesn't deserve to be here. Kind of like who most deserves to continue and win the money based on their character right and fortitude right yeah <laughs> so and and i guess yeah we've just been kind of sticking eric with toxie this whole time but they just both have such similar worldviews that's hard to tease them apart yeah so obviously these two are going to vote for one of them and they're going to vote for one of them maybe toxie and eric will try to argue for alice because she just lost them the challenge I think Thomas does not have any respect for Alice, especially after that challenge. That's true. Yeah, he was the caller in the previous one. So he'll vote along with them. Yeah. So can Alice and Possessed Millie convince Randy 
and Mike Schmidt to vote for one of these three, either Toxie, Eric, or Thomas Wake. Is there any bad blood between them that they can exploit? They Can they try to seduce these young troubled men? <laughs> Is Thomas starting to wear on everyone? Is he bossing everyone around? He's Yeah, he's bossy and farty. Yeah. So we're day whatever in, that's got to be wearing thin. Yeah. And they also might be thinking ahead to Ponderosa. They know that Merge is coming up mm. and that whoever makes it to Merge will thereafter be hanging out at Ponderosa, which is the place where after Merge, the contestants who get voted out go and wait for their jury votes at the end. So after merge, once you're voted out, you're just hanging out together at not the steakhouse. It is a, a place called Ponderosa. And they might be thinking, we don't want we Thomas Wake We don't want Wake Thomas there. in Ponderosa. We oh. kind of want to send him home instead of like stuck with him for another couple of weeks. And I think something about Thomas too that I think is really going to start pissing people off is he is very much like a, I did this thing for you and you must... You must thank me for it and acknowledge me and be so like, you know, the lobster. Yeah. That he has a whole fucking monologue about. I think that's going to start really pissing people off. Is he won? He was the caller in the challenge and he won that challenge for them. And maybe he doesn't feel sufficiently appreciated and he's just monologuing at everyone. Yeah. Hark! Yeah. And everyone's like, dude, we don't know what you're even fucking saying. Talk like a normal person. Okay, do you think with that, Alice and Millie can convince convince Randy and, and Mike to uh, vote for Thomas Wake instead? I think maybe. Okay. Because I think also maybe Thomas... Thomas is not going to be like Toxie and, and Eric, where they kind of are protective of especially Randy. Mm-hmm. Thomas is going to be like... He'll probably be teasing Randy. Yeah, he's probably gonna be a fucking asshole to Randy at a certain point. Yeah, he he pokes and prods. Like he's not a real he's not a real man. Yeah, like oh look at those soft hands. Yeah, (laughs) right. You never worked a day in your life. Yeah. Okay. And and what do you owe a security guard for a Chuck E. Cheese? Oh. Yeah. Well, I know what Chuck E. Cheese is. (laughs) Yeah, I. Yeah. All right. And I I think finally everyone's. Alice gets three votes, but Thomas Waite gets four and is eliminated. Yep. Sorry, Thomas. You know what's funny is this whole time, because I kind of imagine all this happening in my head, and I'm realizing this whole time, I have been imagining Thomas Wake in black and, in white. Black and white, which <laughs> yeah, he right? wouldn't be. No, but I, but I he, too. He's, he's like, it's like Pleasantville or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just filtered in black it doesn't and exist white. in color yeah the behind the scenes photos of that movie seemed so weird like i don't like look it's like a the behind the scenes pictures of night of the living dead i hate looking yeah at them it's so and weird. seeing it in color it's bizarre Hey, want to talk to you about our first sponsor this week, Uncommon Goods. I started my Christmas shopping already and it's going pretty good, but I have a few stragglers that are just kind of hard to shop for. Cousins, other extended family, random friend I drew in a secret Santa that I kind of know, but not super well. If you're also experiencing gift buying inspiration block, Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free. They search the globe high and low for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts that'll make everyone on your list happy. 
want something horror-related, even if it's just for yourself. They just added the book Horror Unmasked, A History of Terror from Nosferatu to Nope by Brad Weissman. This book is a really comprehensive look at the genre and even goes all the way up to Megan, which was just earlier this year. Not many horror books out there that are this up-to-date. I'm definitely going to check this one out. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash deadmeat. That's uncommongoods.com slash deadmeat for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Our next sponsor this week is Nuts.com. Cashews, almonds, pistachios, dried mango, crystallized ginger, jelly beans, root beer barrels. You'll find all that and more at Nuts.com. Nuts.com is your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruit, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means something for everyone. And at Nuts.com, quality is top priority. They roast their nuts and pop their corn the same day it ships so they reach you deliciously fresh. Satisfaction is guaranteed. I was just perusing the chocolates and sweets section of their website, and ladies and gentlemen, they have spice drops. I love spice drops. It can be so hard to find them instead of regular fruit-flavored gumdrops, but these babies are clove, cinnamon, anise, spearmint, sassafras, and wintergreen flavor. All of the old person flavors that I love. Very handy gingerbread house decorations too. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash deadmeat. So go check out all of the delicious options at Nuts.com slash deadmeat. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash deadmeat. All right, episode seven. Rolling the dice. Do, do, do. Oh, a random event? Random event. Gotta get so we're down to six and six on these tribes. Richie found a steal a vote. Ooh. So that means that at a tribe, at a uh, tribal council, he can deploy this to steal another person's vote and give himself a second vote. Correct. It's valid till merge. Oh. So. Okay. Okay. We need to pick... Four members from each tribe for this immunity challenge. They don't know what it is? I'm going to say they don't know what this is, but four of them have to play. Okay. And the rest will be Jeff is out. smiling as he's explaining this. Yes. It's like, you don't know what it is that you're yeah. volunteering for. Who do you have sit out? Do you have people who aren't physically strong sit out? You don't know if it's going to be a physical challenge. So what you are we doing? want a mixture. So over here on Team Belial, we have three pairs of allies which is interesting. I feel like each of them are going to want some skin in the game. So it's not just going to be like two pairs of them. So with that being said, I feel like Toxie is is probably the strongest. You'll volunteer. Uh, Millie mm -hmm. will be ch chosen. And I guess Mike Schmidt mm -hmm. from Five Nights at Freddy's. And um, really, he's he's been a really dynamic, interesting character so far. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. 
Uh, and then, I mean, I think Eric is going to want to get in there because these two are kind of on the outs now, Toxie and, Toxie and Eric. Yeah, he's going to want to, yeah, prove okay. his worth. So okay. I think Alice is more than fine sitting out and, and then so is Randy. I am going to have you pick the four because I know what's okay, sure, about sure, to sure. happen. So I don't want to influence it. Uh, Seymour's out. He's feeling woozy. Right. Curtis is a boy. So it's the other four. It's the other four. Okay. Sounds good. So what we're going to do, we're going to like split the four in half. Okay. Because we're going to have 2v2. So like within these groups of four, we need to make those two groups of two because they're like two different teams. Uh, Toxie and Eric are going to pair up. So possess Millie and Mike Schmidt. Okay. And then I'm going to say Richie and Beetlejuice. And I think Jennifer and Large Marge are going to stick together because that worked well for them. There was a challenge where I had them paired together. and Oh, yeah. The pulley I, system thing. Yeah. I feel like maybe they vibe a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So what we're going to do... <laughs> is we're going to have 2v2, and it's uh, four castaways, so two from each tribe. They're going to battle for control over a ball. Once one contestant on either side has acquired the ball, the other two members of the opposing tribe are going to try and stop that person from shooting it into a net to score a point. It's basically like 2v2 basketball in the water but like you're allowed to with physical contact yes geez okay yeah they don't do this anymore and we're gonna do best two out of three okay all right i guess richie and beetlejuice are up against toxie and eric okay i don't know beetlejuice's physical strengths i don't either is he phys i just know he's i mean he's undead can he like change his body parts into stuff sometimes and stuff that does jeff again jeff wouldn't respect it no we're getting into that area of, sure, of this yeah. now where we have to think but beetlejuice does he care what jeff uh, probes things no, no. <laughs> toxie is obviously the strongest and he's going to be able to body them kind of single-handedly maybe yeah like even if like one of them gets control over the ball richie balls he we balls. determined Richie's that balling. but he i don't think Especially considering he's a ghost face. He's very tackleable. Tackle you can you know, oh, you can yeah. knock him over. You can and throw him around. around. He's no not problem. like a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. And he's clumsy. He's sliding all over those wood floors. So I think <laughs> in that case, I think that's one point Belial. Okay. Tribe. Yeah. And so now the next two the next two are gonna be Large Marge and Jennifer versus Millie and Mike Schmidt. Millie and Mike Sch- Ooh. Um, Jennifer is scary. She's a cheerleader. She can levitate. Yeah, again, does Jeff respect it? No, but she doesn't care. He's a boy. That's true. And Large Marge can probably kind of hold these two Dude, littler. Large Marge is built like a Because Millie she's is. A, like, she's a big husky lady. Millie is a high school girl. Mm-hmm. And Mike is, I mean, Josh Hutcherson. He may or may not ball in real life, but he is on the smaller side yeah. of men. And I think Marge can hold him back. Okay. While Jennifer. So I think it's it. so it's now one to one. Okay. So we need like a tie breaker. Let's have it where it's the winning pair from each side go against each Ooh, other. Ooh, that's a good idea. So, yeah. so large this is Marge the tie and Jennifer breaker. against Toxie and Eric Draven. Right. Wow. What happens when Large Marge and Toxie run into each other? <laughs> That's, Sparks fly. Yeah, right? <laughs> hmm. Just, you think Eric's going to be into Jennifer? Right? Is this the moment where they first lock eyes? No, but here's the thing is Eric 
only loves his, his lost fiance. love. I can't see him being the type to move on to anyone. That's true. He literally becomes a vigilante to avenge her death. Yeah, I don't think he's got eyes for anyone else. Okay. They're both kind of undead. They've both kind of yeah. died. <laughs> I mean, they're all like kind of supernatural. Yeah. Here's an idea. Do we think Large March, because she does that thing where she <laughs> jumps, she's, a, she's like a walking jump scare. Mm -hmm. Do we think that she does that? She deploys it And here? they drop the ball and they're able to very quickly grab it and score. Let's say that happens. Yeah. I kind of like it. Okay. Because yeah. okay. we haven't utilized that yet, but we have to. It's 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 her it's her core ability. It's her signature move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's it. That's immunity. That's immunity. Oh wow! So Belial's, Belial's going back to back tribal to council, tribal. and they have three pairs just straight up, and Ooh. two of them are warring. Oh, I think once again it comes down to well, oh man, does it just come down to Mike and Randy again to make Do the choice? Do you think Millie is now going to start to see this partnership with Alice as a big liability? She for might, but at this point in the game. I don't think it's wise to cut your number one ally and try to make a move against them because then you lose a number and then you're on the bottom of everyone That's else. That's true. Yeah, you're you're the third wheel in whatever pairing you decide to exactly. kind of weasel your way into. So these bonds are so strong. You're going to want to maintain that, especially moving into merge, which has to be coming soon. So, oh man, but do they... I mean, can they pitch to Mike and Randy that they're about to go to merge and Toxie could be a challenge beast that runs through all the challenges hmm. single-handedly when it's an individual immunity up for grabs. Yeah, you know, maybe they especially take Randy aside and they're like, you don't want to be a doormat. And once we get to merge, you're just going to be outshone by physical challenge beasts, and hmm. that's not fair. Yeah, I think Eric and Toxie would try to convince Mike and Randy that Alice just needs to go because she's, or either of them, because they're just evil harlots. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. But uh, they're both pretty hot. And I feel like Randy is a 21-year-old boy who might want to keep them around. Yeah. Mike is also a single man. He's too damaged from, <laughs> from his younger brother being kidnapped when he was young. Yeah. In what property, James? That's in Five Nights at Freddy's. So, okay. What are you thinking then? Uh, I think... In a major upset, I think Toxie gets voted out by wow. the four of them while Toxie and Eric try to vote for Alice again. Because if they're super old school players, they might just be tr like locked in on Alice and really be like, no, it has to be her. Right, guys? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this when Randy's starting to maybe go, you know, oh, no, you know what? I'm not going to be told what to do this whole time by yeah. these, these guys. I'm going to I'm going to change it up. That might that might come against them. The, the ladies during try during merge yeah because he can see how they're kind of right telling him what to do but okay toxic right. avenger gone yeah someone called lloyd <laughs> would lloyd kaufman have been at the the loved ones visit no it'd be sarah yeah it'd be, yeah girlfriend. i was thinking about i i did want to do spoilers there there's not a loved ones visit this season okay i tried to do one and I realized so many of these characters don't have they're they're like total lone wolves like who is large Marge's loved one the truck it would have to be peewee yeah I guess like Harry from Christmas Evil mm -hmm. that guy's such a loner 
He has his brother who's uh yeah yeah his, yeah oh god fucking uh yeah i can't he's the guy from walking dead yeah but who's old in that <laughs> it just it wasn't working out the way i wanted it to um so anyway okay episode eight we're going right into the immunity challenge the each tribe must traverse an obstacle course which includes like a dilapidated bridge and other fun things this is an older challenge because it sounds like it there's actual like art direction being done here and not just like colored tough mudder obstacles <laughs> um they then also must pull a raft across a river while all the while um they are carrying this raft with a torch that is lit on it through the obstacle course so it's like over and around these obstacles and then across this river if at any time during the race one of their flames is extinguished that tribe automatically loses Ooh! the first tribe to climb to the top of a 30-foot tower and ignite the torch at the top with the torch that they brought on their little raft wins okay one of team pazuzu is gonna have to sit out yes to make this an even five on five seymour already has sat well, that's hard because the last challenge was like the teams of four. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that counts. I think it resets. Sitting out. So maybe Seymour? Okay, yeah. Feeling woozy. Seymour's going to sit out then. Belial's lost a lot of its strength. So they yeah. don't really have that advantage quite as strongly anymore. You know, Richie's careful and so is Curtis. But he is also a ghost face. So he's oh, really he's clumsy. clumsy. Yeah, that, that knocks like five points off your dexterity. I don't know. I Here's the thing, though, is because I think this kind of obstacle course, it's not even just the physical strength, but they have to work together. And I feel like the tribe chemistry of Belial is really weird and toxic right now. There's a lot there. I, you know what, though? I think it's kind of only Eric on the outs because the other four have been working together. And then you, you mentioned this dilapidated bridge they have to cross. I feel like that being light would help. And all the remaining people on Team Belial are pretty svelte. That's true. We and don't. You have large marge. Large over there. marge is going to be barreling marge through is here. In Beetlejuice is probably not super finesse. Uh, you got Beetlejuice and, and Richie, who are probably both clumsy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm going to give it to Belial. Okay. They 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 work together. Eric, especially, he's not pleased about his current situation, but he knows that if they go to tribal, he's gone. So he's going to be motivated okay. to, to really get them the win. Who's going home on Pazuzu? Now, here we have some idols and, and advantages to yes. that can come into play. And they have to know that both those things expire at merge, which has to be on the horizon. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. We've been saying it three episodes. So The steel vote expires at merge. I do not have the idol. You did build. say it expired. It, it would be good until merge. The idol? Yes, you said that. Oh, in I did? the clue. Yep. Oh, okay, good job. Passed me. I wrote <laughs> that down and factored in uh, idol conditions. Okay. So Jennifer's close with Marge. She has established a relationship with Richie. Marge and Beetlejuice have kind of gotten along, at least they did before. It's kind of Curtis and Seymour. Like, Beetlejuice is like, he took Seymour under his wing, but I feel like he'd very gladly cut him but does he see seymour as someone where is he kind of a goat oh maybe because he's he knows merge is coming up and like seymour is someone that won't vote to kick out beetlejuice and also would never win yeah is it just time to get rid of the kid i think it might be time to get rid of curtis 
Because no if... one's going to argue to keep him around. Yeah, no Everyone like else has them. someone that is going to fight for them. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's this easy. Oh, here we go, though, hon. Okay. Here we go. Okay. So everyone's like, it's the kid. He's he's a. we thought he was an instant little kid, but I saw him using his his fucking glasses to light bugs on fire. And mm-hmm. he just seems like something's off about him. So we all agree. Right. We'll just get rid of Curtis. We'll make it to the merge. Beetlejuice knows this is happening, and Beetlejuice has an idol. Right. And Beetlejuice is fucking crazy. Yeah. What if Beetlejuice <laughs> played his idol on, on Curtis, Curtis and then voted for whoever he wanted to get out? Ooh. Well, who does he want to get out? At Maybe this Richie? Point, would he want to, He would probably want to get someone strong out. So either Richie or Jennifer, I think, are, are the real heavyweights He's over there. He's not going to get out Jennifer because she's hot. Oh, she is hot. And he's a fucking... Yeah. Hey, he's, babe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I... Oh, shit. Does Richie... So he's not going to have any idea, though. So is Richie just not even going to realize I need to use my steal a vote? He might like, not. Like, that's just not even... Yeah. Is he just going to go home with that in his pocket, do you think? <laughs> I mean, Richie is an evil man. He is a ghost face. Does he just think that because the vote's so secure... To add insult to injury, he's just going to steal Curtis's vote and then also vote for Curtis. So just as I'm like, <laughs> I got to use it or lose it. I'll just like when Jeff's like, does anyone have any advantages or uh, idols they'd like to play? Richie's like, Jeff, I uh, think I know how this is going. But just to make sure, Curtis, uh, you little dweeb, I'm going to steal your vote. Oh. This is a steal vote. I'm going to play it on Curtis. I do like that. And I'm going to use Curtis's vote against him. And then uh, Jeff's like, okay. And then Beetle's just like, uh, hey, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> really respect what Richie's doing there. I love making kids cry. Where but... has this voice been the whole episode? <laughs> what the fuck? Where has that been hiding this whole time? I don't know the character well enough to like talk in his voice. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, now I am glad we've discovered that you have this secret talent. <laughs> And so he's like, yeah, I, uh, that was a great move from Richie, but uh, got a little move of my own. Uh, gonna play this idol for that little kid over there who's <laughs> currently crying. Hey, buck up, kid. <laughs> not dead yet. <laughs> he plays it on Curtis, and he votes for Richie. Fucking amazing. So <laughs> Curtis does not count. Curtis does not count. The last <laughs> next person who is going home, Richie. Yep. The whatever per- yeah, i don't know the number he, he always says like the 18th person whatever <laughs> the 18th person going home our winner <laughs> <laughs> surprise i win jeff froze i'm taking jeff this money <laughs> jeff does not count. all right has anyone ever in the history of survivor like troll voted for jeff <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of dropouts. Dro- yeah. yeah, but like, it honestly is kind of funny to me that that's never happened, especially in the earlier seasons yeah, where, yeah. where people weren't, like you had one guy who's voting in alphabetical order. Anyway. Classic. Big move from Beetlejuice. Big moves by Beetlejuice. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm shocked Beetlejuice is still here. I feel like in, in another season, he would be the one that just kind of annoys everybody and they yeah. vote him out early. He's but just too gross. The circumstances here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Episode nine. We're merging. Oh, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Pick up We're your new merging buffs. here. I'm going to give you all of the characters to keep over there so that they're all in one spot. All right. Oh, and by the way, this season, there's no merge feast because Jeff 
wants to make Survivor more intense this season due to people being mean to him on Twitter. <laughs> so that's an interesting development. So they do not get replenished. Nope. Everyone's with... merged, but kind of miserable. Okay. So, yes, uh, if you're, it's, I don't know why you're still listening to this, if you haven't listened to any of the other ones and have no idea what Survivor <laughs> is, but at this point, once they're down to a certain number of contestants, in this case, 10, the two tribes merge. They are now all one new tribe named... Kagutaba. Kagutaba from... Noroi the from, Curse. Yes. I told you it was all demon-themed this episode. Kagutaba tribe, and uh, they will now be competing for individual immunity and or rewards. I just felt so much energy come back to my own person now that they're merged. Because yeah. it's just different now. It is. It's exciting. The, it's going to go a lot game faster. It's a lot different. <laughs> And uh, now, because like like they had talked about earlier, now one person will be trying to win immunity, not for their team, but for themselves. Right. Which is why Toxie got eliminated. All right. Now, are you going to be mean and make any of these people miss jury? Or now that they've made merge, are no, they all no, going to no, be no. on I'm jury? not going to do that bullshit ass move that they did this season where everyone, the people who made merge, there was still one person. It was Sifu. It was Sifu who made merge but didn't make the jury. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. I think that's so fucking mean, That Jeff. happens in older seasons too, though. Yeah, man. Yeah. Every once in a while, Survivor will do like the meanest shit ever out of nowhere. <laughs> like that one, was it Cook Islands where they were like, surprise, we all just got here and you have to immediately boot two people. Yeah, two you of you. You don't even know each other's names, but you have to get rid of two people. So two of you go home, even though you've just put your life on pause to come out here. Yeah. That was fucked we up. We flew you out to Fiji or wherever. It wasn't Fiji. Cook Islands, not yeah. Fiji. <laughs> now it's in Fiji every season. First individual immunity challenge each person is going to be standing inside a circle and they're throwing a boomerang aiming for targets that are surrounding the circle the first player to hit three targets wins so who um might be the best at throwing a boomerang a specifically boomerang. good thing uh mctayla's not here can you tell i took this challenge from season two survivor <laughs> outback out <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't think it's alice yeah dude good thing mick taylor isn't competing he would just clear this challenge so fast i don't think it's alice or randy uh mike's too brooding for that um seymour is definitely not doing it curtis is a boy we got uh jennifer jennifer maybe large, large marge, marge maybe beetlejuice millie and eric draven we have not incorporated the Raven at all. That or just Eric, I feel like, could th can throw shit. I, I could see him being kind of, he's almost like a ninja. Or something. Yeah, he's kind of ninja-esque. Yeah. Yeah. He could throw stuff. I think I'm going to, I think he's Eric. got the finesse. And he's he's extra motivated. He's made it to merge. Now he can try. Oh, you know what? Actually, we they should talk. Yes, let's, let's. Let's slow our roll a little bit. Yeah. Before this immunity challenge, Eric everyone's going to talk. People who, yeah, from opposing tribes are going to meet, talk. Maybe Ooh. we've got some new uh, alliances forming. So Jennifer and Alice and Millie are going to yep. see each other, but I don't know if they're going to like each other. Is this a case of mean girls from different schools not getting along? Because they're like, are Alice and, and Jennifer? I think Alice is going to see Jennifer and be like, that is a bitch I want to be friends with. Yeah. She's hot. She has great taste in fashion. Like, she's just cool. Like, I, I think. She'd make a great podcast guest. Yes. Okay. Millie, 
and Jennifer, I think, are going to clash because Jennifer, I think, also likes to make friends with girls she can kind of push around a little bit. She's a Regina George. And is Jennifer going to kind of sense that Millie is not actually a teenage girl, mm. that she is a, a male because Jennifer is a little supernatural mm-hmm. and also doesn't like boys. Hmm. Is that just going to, she going to sense She's going to be like, so. that's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> that's Norman Bates, that's 98. <laughs> is Seymour going to wind up with the, the kind of sad sacks? I think he Team might. sad sack? Yeah. Okay. Is and it- be like, here's my new dad, Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know how they're going to like I don't know if they're going to like Beetlejuice, but-, but Seymour might try and sell him as like a, no, he's cool. He's... He's really had my back, yeah. but kind of like Mr. Mushnick. Everyone's like, no, this guy's just kind of a dick. Like, I get that he lets you sleep on the floor in the back of the shop, but when you think about it, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis knows that he almost got voted out and would be if not for Beetlejuice's awesome move. So he probably feels the need to like really get in there with someone. What's this little bastard going to do? Do you think he's going to try and... Get in with, with Millie and Alice. Or what about Mike? Because he'll remind him of the little brother that oh, he lost. Oh, no, was... Mike. Do we finally find a way to incorporate the one thing we know about you? I mean, no, we've already incorporated by saying Randy oh, reminds true. him of his little brother grown up had he not been abducted in Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> uh, but Curtis can be like, he already looks like the Logan. Just yeah, a little bit older. Yeah, he might. Oh, okay. Mike Mike's is... one weakness. Yeah. Little he's, boy. He's li- <laughs> Do we think Curtis is back to maybe, he's like, okay, these people don't know I'm a fucking psycho, so I'm going to play nice yes. and maybe see if I can Ride know, that keep a it together yeah. for <laughs> a little bit. Okay, okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah. Eric now Eric. has a chance. Eric has a chance to not be totally by himself. Oh, yeah. Do we think that Jennifer's going to dig his vibe? I feel like they would. Even if it's not a sexual I think thing. Jennifer might be into him, but he's not going to be into her because, again, he's a wife guy. Yeah. And... Even into death. Do we think Eric might kind of fuck with Large Marge? Do we think that Eric might be like, this lady's cool? She's like a, a salt of the earth type of lady. She's a good, honest worker. Yeah. Because, and I resonate with that as a person who is definitely from Detroit and not Gotham City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. She's a truck driver. He's from Detroit. So they got to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We, we have some we have some idea of how this is working out. Large, you know, Large Marge loves diners. And Eric is like, when we're done on Survivor, we're going to Coney Island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I got a place to show you. It's open 24 hours. You can get hot dogs and Greek food. They'll mm-hmm. like that cheese on fire. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So back to the the immunity challenge. Do we, we think Eric is just, just slinging boomerangs? Yeah, I think, I think Eric takes killing it. killing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. We're going to tribal then. Eric is telling Jennifer and Large Marge. He's like, listen, I just came from this tribe. Millie and Alice are super tight, as are Mike and Randy. Mm-hmm. I'm immune. Let's take advantage of that and maybe break up one of those alliances. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jennifer's like, well, Alice is like super obsessed with me and we can like use her to mm-hmm, vote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she can get Millie since they're a lot. And yes, that little kid is fucking weird. Yeah. 
Do not fall for his tricks. Do not feel bad for him. Meanwhile, Mike and his boys, the the damaged boys. Oh my God, this just sad little lineup. Yeah, with their ringleader of now Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's like, all right, everyone listen up. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he's teaching them all how to be cool? He's teaching them how to spit like in Titanic. Yes, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That that's the extent of how cool Beetlejuice is. It's like if you can spit, your girl drinks some <laughs> Do you think Sad Sacks and Beetlejuice can? Te- it's it's like five and five the way I'm seeing it, it break is. down. Yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If everyone sees that going in, that it's gonna be five and f- five versus five, because there, if there's a tie vote, it goes to rocks. Or wait, no. If there's a tie vote, they have to vote again. Yeah. If that's a tie, they go to rocks. Yeah. Where rocks is everyone besides the people who got votes draw rocks and mm-hmm. one person just randomly goes home from it, which nobody wants to do. Right. No so there's incentive to change your vote the second time. So it's not a tie again because yeah. then that makes you vulnerable. Well, let's let's have that happen. Let's have that. Ooh. I mean, we haven't had that happen. Okay. So they go to tribal. It is time to vote. And after Jeff reads the votes, he says we have a tie. Five votes. For Curtis. For Curtis. And five votes for who did the sad sacks decide to go up against? Do you think Mike and Randy told the others about Millie and Alice being super tight? Yeah, maybe they just want to break up that duo. Yeah. And they figure Millie's the stronger one. Millie's more of a threat. Yeah. So five votes Millie, five votes Curtis. Okay. Now they have to re-vote and you can only vote for Millie or Curtis. Right. Does anyone change their vote? Hmm. Can Beetlejuice keep his boys in line? <laughs> I think maybe Large Marge is worried about going to rocks. Mm. She's a practical person. Yeah. She doesn't want to leave it up to chance. So she might switch her vote to Millie. Interesting. I mean, she doesn't she, have she any. She has no ties she to has She's no... like, I don't know who this, yeah. know who this And then maybe she's like, maybe that'll put me in good with the weird sad boy alliance. Yeah. And I can maybe even just play it off as like, look, I was making sure we didn't go to rocks. It's nothing personal. I didn't want to break up and, and the her, girls, but... Her closest ally is Jennifer. Yeah. And Jennifer, even though wants to use Alice as a vote, doesn't like Millie, we said. They kind right. of butt heads. Yeah. So it's like, I can do this without pissing off Jennifer. Uh, Does Jennifer change her she vote? She might change her vote too, yeah. Okay. Millie. So Millie? Yep. All Damn, right. Damn. First member of the jury. Millie. Possessed Millie, who is actually is, a middle-aged male serial Vince killer. Vince Vaughn. Is that revealed on her way out? <laughs> <laughs> no, because she's still trying to evade the authorities. Yeah. <laughs> I have some conditions here that I'm very excited have been fulfilled. Okay. And we can do this. Okay. Seymour. Yeah. Can't go on feeding Audrey to himself anymore. Because Audrey too has gotten bigger. Mm. He now has to choose someone to feed to Audrey too, to keep Audrey too alive. Is this the thing where whoever he chooses is automatically fed, or is there a does that person have a saving throw of sorts <laughs> to where if they're like strong or smart enough, he will unsuccessfully try to? I did have it as just he feeds them to the plant. But I like that idea of a saving throw. So you can't just pick like the the biggest, strongest opponent because they could probably just push Seymour down and run away. So who do we? Okay, I was gonna have it with just a random roll, like a random person he picks. 
But now just kind of looking at this weird collection of people mm-hmm. here, I almost just want to think who would he maybe pick? It's got to be someone who he can convince to get close enough there, right? It's got to be someone he can like lure to where the plant is. And also because it's Seymour, it has to be someone where he can justify it to himself. Mm. I mean, it's fucking Curtis, it's dude. It's the boy. It's the boy. <laughs> it's probably the boy because he was on the original tribe that saw him be a little psycho. We haven't really defined why they found out other than the whole light and bugs on fire thing, but yeah, they I, just, they know something. They just, up. you know, sometimes the kids just got bad vibes, you yeah. know, sometimes. He was, you know what? He was, uh, he was, they caught him spying on Jennifer when she was changing. Like they do Ooh, through the, yes, the hole yes, in the yes, closet. Yes, yes. They're watching okay, Julie Brown yes. dance around naked. They, yeah, they caught him being a little pervert. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, Mm. Okay. So Seymour says that's not respecting ladies. I know. I know we're sad boys, but uh, I gotta. I gotta feed yes. this kid. Yeah. Curtis- it's interesting that the motivation here is also he disrespected a woman because that is why he has he kills the dentist. Is the dentist oh, yeah. is an abusive boyfriend? Well, then there you go. And so Curtis does not go to jury. He goes in. He's that dead. Place. He's dead. Yeah. We killed the boy. Do we give him a saving throw though? No. He's a. He's a boy. I oh, think, okay. I think, I we think, think so. we think he just is able to. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's it. <laughs> R.I.P. Right. Curtis. There is now, there's no tribal this episode because someone got. Because Curtis dead. was reported missing. Yes. <laughs> Jeff's like, uh, bad news. That kid who we brought out here. He's somewhere in Fiji. Yeah, we, we can't find know. him. Good news is you guys don't get to go to tribal. So <laughs> head back to camp. Get a good night's rest. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, boy. Episode 11, more <laughs> random shit happening. <laughs> was that last thing like if Seymour is still in the game at this point, he yeah. feeds someone there? Yeah. Okay. It, we had to, I had to. It's like it's like Jeff Goldblum becoming the fly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wrote that in there and then I realized, oh, wait, there's a possibility Seymour gets voted out. So I had it as like an optional. Mm. I had an immunity challenge here that we just don't need to do. Okay. Save it for next time. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad Seymour was able to stick around in a way that made sense because I have I want this game to have integrity and I don't want to push it so that things that I wrote that I think are fun can happen. Yeah. But I don't think that was the case. So that was exciting. Okay. <sighs> Mike from Five Nights at Freddy's. From Five Nights at Freddy's found an immunity idol. Oh. So here you go. Here's the little idol thing. Put that on there. Nice. Yes. He tells his boys. All right. Oh, so he's he's open about it. He's going to tell them. No, uh, Beal's just going to find out. <laughs> he's like, hey, what he you guys talking ways. over here? What do we got? What's going on, everybody? What's, what's, the, what's the happening? What's the latest? <laughs> tell me what's up. Come on. <laughs> this is so good. You should be Beetlejuice for Halloween next year. <laughs> Okay, going into the immunity challenge. Each castaway is going to balance on a floating platform at sea for as long as possible. The floating platform is a pyramid with narrow footholds on either side of the structure. The castaways are going to move their feet upwards at regular intervals, increasing the difficulty because it's going to be harder to keep your balance while you float in the water. Okay. It's the, it's the, it's the Bermuda Triangle. They, that's what they call the challenge. Okay. But they do this pretty often. And uh, it's just it's just last person standing, so it's balanced. Sorry, you said they're standing on a pyramid. It's okay, so it's a floating platform that has like a like a pyramid shaped like it's like a little it's like a peak made of wood, 
Okay. And each side of that little triangle has like. It's not like a point at the top, right? They can like fall and impale themselves upon this point. I mean, I guess they could, but in real life Survivor, that has never, ever, ever happened. I just imagine someone slipping and then like get a fucking point up. Well, I think if you slip because it's it, the thing like kind of tips. Like you're not just gonna fall and all right land on it nuts first or whatever. It just you're gonna fall off into the water. Okay. Seymour's out. He's woozy. Mm-hmm. From all that blood he's been given. Although I think at this point he's feeling a lot better because Oh, the plant's gonna be The plant's gonna be good now. Yeah. Bit. So okay. he doesn't have to Okay. Uh Randy's got little feet. Do you think <laughs> you think Randy might win immunity? I don't know. Eric I feel is also a good contender. But I mean then there's Jennifer who can kind of who hover. can kind of levitate a little yeah. bit and cheat, which I think she might just do. Yeah, I mean Marge is definitely out. I guess Jennifer wins it. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's let's take them all to tribal. Who's going home? Okay, Jennifer is safe. She has her number one ally, Alice, and she is good with Marge and Eric. It's it's we've we've come to a four on four again, and Beetlejuice is unhappy that that little boy went missing. Because that would have given them the numbers. They would have had five on four there. Is Seymour starting to behave in a way where clear someone could tell that he maybe is feeling guilty about something? Or because mm. I think in the, the musical and movie that is the case. You know, yeah. he's not like he's very tortured by these decisions he's having to make. He's and it was not a child, and it was a child. So I think he's probably acting really differently. Okay. And I think Beetlejuice especially is going to know something's up. Don't tell me straight what happened to that kid. (laughs) If he's mad that Seymour fucked up their numbers advantage, do they just decide to get rid of Seymour? Or does he see how short-sighted that would be? Yeah, because then like, what's the the long-term plan there? That just feels like Mm self-destructive. So he might know what's up but decide to still try to go after one of them i uh, think this could be a point where beetlejuice really starts to play social game because he could like be like hey marge remember i'm funny and like <laughs> i think maybe also pull alice just from being entertaining hmm. and like maybe he can try to weasel his way into that other group if they turn on seymour I could see Alice being because it's it's such like a Gen Z internet thing where I feel like would Alice maybe be kind of into Beetlejuice? Oh, a hundred percent. I don't know because he's also gross and problematic. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's married a child. And I'm well, there's sure. an age gap with her and Lee Pace. Maybe yeah, she's into that. She's into that. Hmm. Like he's a gross little guy. I feel like. And a fascinating podcast. Chicks are into that. (laughs) Uh, God, did they just get rid of Seymour? It seems kind of nuts because I think he would be such a good goat, but maybe this is like an emotional vote and Beetlejuice just turns it all around on Seymour. Well, why would these four want to get rid of a potential goat then? Because Alice is the goat. Hmm. They think Alice is a goat? Uh, Do we know if, is it fire making at four? Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that condition, as we are seeing in the current Survivor, the optimal alliance number is four. If you can get a block of four, you can get to the end and just, like, figure it out there. Yeah. So if these four want to be tight, I'm talking about Jennifer, Alice, Large Marge, and Eric. If those four want to be, like, tight, tight, the game is kind of theirs. Um, 
the others can try to figure something out. But uh, so would they pick Seymour or would they look over there and see fucking Beetlejuice as the strongest opponent and the ringleader of the sad boys? Yeah, this this vote is kind of the next four votes. Mm-hmm. Do, Do they, they just take out I, Beetlejuice? I think that would be the smartest thing. Because if they, if the four of them vote for Beetlejuice, they they tell Beetlejuice, yes, we'll all vote for Seymour. And then they vote for Beetlejuice. And they vote for Beetlejuice. Okay. Okay. Whereas I, the sad boys, Beetlejuice was like, yeah, we'll all vote for, uh, not Alice, she's hot. So Eric, get rid of that other weird guy. Yeah. But it's Beetlejuice. Okay. Wow. I thought he was going to go further. Me too. I, I genuinely thought for a while like oh beetlejuice might just win second member of the jury since the little kid disappeared beetlejuice (laughs) (laughs) the preview for this next episode is like randy being like the sad boys are real sad because we realize we're just gonna get picked off one by one from the other four so we've got to do something yeah Yeah. that's right yeah maybe they're gonna turn it around yeah we'll see hopefully they don't just lie down and just let the rest of the season happen to them (laughs) Episode 12, we got reward challenge, and the winner is going to choose two people to come with them to the sanctuary where Where good good things things happen. (laughs) And keeping up with our kind of demon theme, the reward at the sanctuary is going to be enchiladas made by demon from Friday Five. (laughs) (laughs) How <laughs> them damn enchiladas. Yeah, so they get to have enchiladas. I was just going to make it a rotisserie chicken like they did this season, but I wanted to make it a bit more thematic. Okay. The reward challenge, they're doing the mud weight challenge. Players must use their bodies to carry as much mud as possible to a bucket. They can't use their hands or arms to hold mud, and each bucket is weighed to determine the winner. So in past versions of this, contestants have like put mud in their hair Mm -hmm. or like they'll bend over and like pile mud on their back and walk it over to the bucket. Sad, this isn't a good sad boy challenge. It's a, yeah, it's not. Is it just going to be Jennifer? Marge. Marge has a lot of space to put mud. Yeah, I was going to say, Marge has a lot of surface area. Yeah. And she's strong. And I, you know. She's probably not the fastest, but like, yeah, she can just pile it on. Yeah. It's either her or Jennifer. Well, Alice also has long hair. Like, all of them have long hair. Eric and Alice as well. Alice can... Put mud in her cleavage? Yeah. Were you thinking that, (laughs) too? Yeah. She's... Yeah. She can kind of pile it up there on her chest. Maybe Alice does figure a way to pile up a ton of mud, like, on top of her boobs. And then she also has long hair, so she can, like, saturate her hair with mud. Maybe it's just Alice. Alice gets a win? Yeah. Because of her boobs? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Fuck it. <laughs> she gets to bring two people with her. Oh, wow. I mean, she's taking Jennifer. Yeah. Number one ride or die. I mean, is she going to also just take Marge and it's like a little girly lunch? I see Alice being judgmental of large Marge, maybe, because she's not hot. Mm-hmm. All of Alice's friends are hot. That's true. Is so maybe m- she does bring Eric and yeah. it's just the hotties. The hotties. Lunch. She's not going to take Josh Hutcherson? He's cute i mean obviously like i he's an attractive guy but he's not like cool hot okay okay so the hotties go yeah to the sanctuary is someone gonna get is someone gonna get the fucking bubble guts from these (laughs) is someone gonna curse those damn enchiladas jennifer check gets 
horrible diarrhea from the enchiladas. No, that's going to ruin her whole mystique. Kind of hard to be the cool hot chick when you're blasting out brown water in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. You have a diarrhea Yeah, I have three of them just in case. Oh, God. Only one of them got explosive diarrhea from the enchiladas, and and it's Jennifer. Jennifer Holy shit. Someone's into it, but maybe not. No, stop. (laughs) All right. Are the sad boys, while while this hot diarrhea sanctuary is happening, are the sad boys talking to Large Marge because she got left out because of her looks? Mm, And they're like, hey, we know what that's like. We are all sad and have tragic things in our past. And so do you because you died in a horrible wreck. On a night just like this. Right. So I think that could break up. That could cause some tension between Marge and Jennifer. I don't know how how tight they are. Oh, also I said earlier that Alice took Jennifer, her ride or die from the beginning. I was thinking of Millie. Oh, yeah. But Alice is kind of obsessed with Jennifer. Yeah, I think she cool. saw her and was like, wow. Is is the diarrhea going to affect Alice's view of Jennifer? I'm going to say no. You know, Rachel's Senate characters tend to be more... She's going to be... Because I think that kind of character is going to be like holding your hair yeah. back if you're barfing. Yeah, or holding your hair up if you're diarrhea And also it could be a thing where... You know, it can be hard to be like a hottie with a bunch of hot friends because you want to be the hottest hottie. And this is almost like a trump card a little bit. Like, you know, everyone knows or everyone is aware of you having diarrhea and it makes you a little bit less sexy. And I move up in the hotness power rankings a little bit. It makes Marge less trusting of Alice. Yes. Okay. Immunity challenge. And I'm gonna I have it that um Jennifer is just gonna have diarrhea until the end of this episode. Like it is oh, a it, say the end of the game. No, oh my god, that would be oh not another evac. <laughs> but I think like it's we're doing this immunity challenge soon enough after the sanctuary to where like she's still having a like she's not feeling good. Mm. At the, at best she's extremely dehydrated. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. Okay. Each contestant is going to stand with their arms spread out to the side, their fingertips each pressing a plate that if let go, it will fall to the ground. They just did this challenge and I was taking notes. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> the last contestant to keep both plates up wins. So it is just like, it's a stamina thing. Yeah, it's an isometric hold for your shoulders. It's your fingers being able to hold up the... Uh... They they shift their body a little bit to like bring one up if mm-hmm. it slides down if they need to, which I thought was very impressive. By uh, was that Kendra was doing that? Yeah, Kendra did good. She, and yeah. Julie did good. Uh, Jennifer's out. Jennifer's out because diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yep. Diarrhea. Mama mia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Seymour or Randy are doing too well here. Don't have the strength. Yeah. No. 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 So that leaves Eric Draven, Alice, Large Marge, and. Mike from Five Nights at Freddy's. I think I think Mike's gonna drop because he's got an idol, so I don't think he's gonna feel the urgency. He's not as motivated. Nah. Uh-uh. Okay. I don't think Marge is gonna be able to do it. Mm-mm. Like that's like her her natural position is arms forward on the mm. steering wheel as opposed to <laughs> it, that's gonna be working a weird muscle group. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes down to Eric and Alice, both both fed. Yeah, I was gonna say they both have the advantage of of having eaten without the subsequent diarrhea i guess eric i think eric i think eric is going to be able to mentally 
really focus. Mm. Whereas Alice is maybe going to psych herself out. Yeah. Get a little anxious. Yeah. Okay. Eric wins immunity. Now, who is going home or going to tribal? So Eric and Jennifer and Alice have bonded from the sanctuary where good things happen, mostly. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jennifer. They assume that Large Marge is going to vote with them mm-hmm. because they are they were an alliance of four, and they probably just they just want to pick off a sad boy. Well, here's the question. Yeah. Would Mike, in an effort to sway Large Marge, reveal... I'm sorry about my voice. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Reveal his idol to Large Marge. Oh, like when the others were at the sanctuary. The others, oh, the as, the as a show like, of hey. solidarity. Yeah, yeah. So to be okay. So yeah, when the others were at the sanctuary, Mike might have taken Large Marge aside and been like, "Hey, I know you're allies with them, but you could be with us. We could take them down. I have an idol, mm-hmm. and we could use that. We could figure something out." But I feel like, as is, I feel like I've seen it a lot with. Older women on Survivor, they have this loyalty to their alliances. Mm. We're seeing it right now with Julie. Yeah. Who who says she's going to take D to the end, even though that is a, a great terrible way to lose. idea. Yeah. So I feel like Large Marge would be like, "Oh, thank you for this," and then kind of take it back to Jennifer and snitch and snitch. Oh man, yeah, it I happens. Can see it. And and yeah, knowing that Mike has an idol. Oh, do they try to flush it? Out. Oh wait, is this idol still good? Oh yeah, he found it after. It's merch. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they say, "Hey, sad boys, uh, we're gonna vote for Mike because uh, we're just gonna get rid of all of you sad boys, but Mike's the the least sad, and so we're gonna get rid of him as the biggest threat." And they make that known, and then they're like, "But since he has an idol, we're just gonna vote for Randy instead." Oh, so, so they make Mike think he's gonna go. Yeah. So they flush the idol, but they just vote for Randy instead. Yeah. Yeah. So they flush out Mike's idol. He plays it, but there are no votes for Mike. There are four votes for Randy, and the sad boys voted for, I don't know, um, Alice, I guess. Yeah. All right, Randy. Well, you get to go to Ponderosa with Beetlejuice and <laughs> Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Inside a girl's body. An 18 body. girl's body. Important question for Final Tribal. Whose idea was it to flush the idol? Oh, good idea. Um, yes, that's a very good idea. Well, Marge told Jennifer, and then Jennifer was like... She was the mastermind. Idea, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jennifer is the one to beat in this Yes, game. she is. Yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> Episode 13. This immunity challenge is cool. I don't know what season this is from, but I think it's... I just think it's neat. <laughs> Each contestant has a seesaw-like contraption with a drum on either end. One drum has a small hole on the bottom... Well, the drum on the other end of the seesaw is like hollow in the, the middle. Like it's like the top is open and then it's hollow in the middle. They have to create a fire in the hollowed out drum while filling the other drum with water because the one filled with water is going to like push the one that has a fire in it up. Mm-hmm. And so what you want to do is you push the, fu- the one with the fire in it up. The first person to get the the end of the seesaw with the fire in it up to light a fuse on top of this kind of contraption wins. So they have to get a fire going, keep it going, and then fill yes. a other a barrel with water. Jug. A leaking jug, yeah. Wow. So it's who do we think would be maybe good at fire and also who is, I guess, like fast. Yeah, it's running back and forth. it's running so back and forth. Marge so is going to have a struggle, I think. Yeah, I don't think she's a fast. No, she it. sits in a car all day. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer, it might just be because of the lighter thing, but 
I feel like she could make fire. Mm-hmm. And is probably pretty fast. Eric can probably make fire. It's probably pretty fast. Uh, Alice is a sweet girl. <laughs> can Mike make fire? I kind of think he can. Okay. I think he seems like a resourceful guy. Okay. Seymour, I just feel, is not. No. Okay. Between Mike, Jennifer, and Oh, Eric. you can take the little diarrhea thing off Jennifer now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jennifer, Eric, Mike. Surprising win for Mike. I mean, it, it'd be cool to have a surprising one, but I feel like it's one of the other two. Just gut check, the, I feel like. One of the two supernatural people instead of Mike, who is just a normal guy. Yeah. I hate when that happens, but like, yeah. So Jennifer or Eric? Chris would be better at building a fire. I know there's, I, I keep thinking of the thing with the lighter too, but yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Like she's not an outdoorsy person. That's true. Let's give it to Eric. Yeah, I think yeah. Eric. Yeah. So Eric wins individual immunity. Who's going home? Oh yeah, it's tribal council with six fucking people, dude. Is Jennifer, I mean, Jennifer definitely wants to hold on to Alice because she's an easy vote. Is Alice wising up to the fact that she shouldn't sit at the final three with Jennifer? Because it's not Millie. She hasn't been there with her since day one. Yeah. Okay. Eric's immune. Is Alice going to go to the sad boys and say, hey, we can take out Jennifer? I think. I think she might. Because, it, again, it's like such a mean girl friendship and those don't last. That's true. Marge is going to stay loyal to Jennifer. We've established that loyalty. Yeah. And they, I think, is Jennifer comfortable enough? in her position to just assume that Eric and Alice are going to go along with them as they're like, all right, next sad boy out. Let's take out Mike now. His idol's gone. But now Alice is behind the scenes. But like, Alice kinda... goes to Mike and Starting Seymour. Starting to, yeah, stir shit up. And tells them, hey, we can take out Jennifer right now because if any of us get to the end with her, we're going to lose. So yeah. what does Eric do? He's going to stay with Jennifer and Large Marge or go with the sad boys and Alice? Why would he keep Jennifer? It's the same problem for him. I guess so. Yeah, I guess everyone besides Large Marge realizes that Jennifer is not the one to yeah, take to the end. Yeah, I think because Eric's smart. Yeah. I think he's going to realize this is like the perfect, like this might be the only chance. Okay, Jennifer and Large Marge vote for Mike. The other four vote for Jennifer. Damn, dude. But Jennifer and Beetlejuice getting knocked out is, yeah. is yeah, yeah, like yeah. the episodes that fans are like, fuck. Yeah. Maybe they'll come back. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone has diarrhea. <laughs> Every everyone gets diarrhea. Applebee's. <laughs> Mike is starting to feel dizzy and nauseous from lack of food. And oh sleep. no! It, it had to be someone who didn't eat enchiladas, and I kept rolling the two people that ate enchiladas. <laughs> All right. Immunity challenge. We're doing the last gasp challenge. The players must swim under a steel grate and stay above the water. They like have to stick their faces up in between the little slats of a steel grate. As the tide rises, the players will run out of breathing room. If the fear of drowning becomes too much, that person can bail out. The last person remaining under the grate wins the challenge. All right. This is perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, men it's very mental, I think, this one. Yeah. To get over your fear of drowning i would not like this challenge do the people who have already died <laughs> not want to die again 
I'm going to say yes. So they might tap out a little earlier, Large Marge. And oh, Eric. I see. Okay. The, the fear of drowning is like, oh, fuck, it's reminding me too much of when I already died. Right. And that sucks. Even though, does that make any sense? They can't be dead again. In Survivor, you can't, I don't know. Yeah. I think Seymour's going to be scared. Yeah. He's a little scared, sad boy. It might just be Alice. Yeah. Did Was Alice second to. Lee Pace in the in the big lungs. That's That's right. That is the first time we see her. She's swimming. Yeah, and she's holding her breath underwater. And granted, Lee Pace does have the biggest lungs. He said that, but she may have been second. She's been training for it. I I think we. I think give it to Alice. Yeah, she's like, oh, I've done this with my friends. Yeah, this is the logical. (laughs) That's the logical choice. Okay, all right, tribal. Who's going home? Okay, Alice is immune. And, um, oh man. This is a weird little... This is a weird grouping of people, dude. With Alice immune, it might be Eric as the next strongest player mm-hmm. that these other people wouldn't want to sit next to. I think it's a four-on-one vote against Eric. But is is Eric going to maybe talk to Alice and Large Marge and be like, hey, do we want to break up that little alliance of Seymour? And Mike, or I, I think everyone there just understands knows. that they're both kind of goats. Yeah, maybe. Like, I think it's a vote against Eric. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a weird final this four. Is such a weird fucking final four, dude. This is what happens when you don't have Megan. <laughs> okay, episode fifteen. This immunity challenge is gonna decide the final three. So the winner of this immunity is gonna decide. They're gonna bring someone with them to the final three and then the other two are going to compete in a fire making challenge to fill the last spot in final mm-hmm. three this immunity challenge and i'm looking at past me and thinking yes i'm so happy i did this players must answer trivia about all the previous eliminated contestants who was paying the most attention to the people around them and who played the broadest social game this is and this not... includes pre-merge characters contestants i think so. it's just it's just about all the contestants okay it somehow been... made even to where only the people who were on the tribe with the people who were eliminated get asked the questions like alice isn't being asked questions about the first boot or like uh uh, uh oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah it would have been people who like yes okay yeah yeah, okay. yeah. so um i don't think alice paid attention or took any of it in she's vapid but she is a interviewer she yes for when it to be when it's recorded and to be posted for views and likes yeah and we think... don't even know if she's a good interviewer yeah you she can just be a shitty interviewer yeah it, it is her funniest and coolest friends mm-hmm. so i don't think alice has bothered to learn any actual things about these other people i don't have i don't i can't say anything for or against large march i don't know kind of person she is in that like yeah how but, how much she's listening and how to how many okay so like who uh, did she ever ask peewee anything about him in that car ride or was it all her talking about herself yeah she's just talking about see she herself. didn't bother to ask yeah. peewee what his deal was mm-hmm. why he was out in the middle of the road with a bunch of animals and a little hitchhiking sack a little yeah fiddle. yeah 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 so it's between seymour and mike i feel like mike pays attention i think seymour does too 
because Seymour, I think of him working in the shop and he knows all the customers that come by and he's oh. like a good worker. Wow. He was he was feeling woozy for a long time. And Mike gets blood. fired from every job also. Whoa. I don't oh, know. Oh, wait, because he like tackled that guy in a mall. Yeah. So I forgot he about that sometimes, in Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he is as... <sighs> yeah, if he's like in a condition... To listen and and really connect to people, yeah. When he himself a, is so damaged, he's a bit more solitary as a person. Wow, Seymour from Little Shop of Horrors. I think Seymour's gonna win this. Is able to answer the most correct questions about his fellow castaways. Yeah, and I think so. Secures a spot for himself in the final in the final three, three. and he is. Gonna bring, I mean, he's gonna bring Mike with him. They've been buddies. Yeah. Seymour's not the kind of strategic thinker to be like, no, sorry, Mike. Yeah. I'm letting you fend for yourself for reasons. He's just gonna bring him. And okay. it's gonna be Large Marge versus, versus Alice, Alice making, making fire. fire. Alice is not real to make a fire. Large Marge was raised in a time where it was probably more likely that she would have to learn how to make fire. <laughs> She's at, not that old. As a, as a girl, though, in, like, the 50s or whatever? And, like, would Alice, like Pete Davidson, have seen a TikTok on how to do it? Here's the thing. Alice is also dating Lee Pace. That's A true. survivalist. Yeah. Would he have taught her how to make fire Like, here's point? five things you need to know. Dude, Lee Pace might have taught her how to make fire. Just in case. Just he in had a case. go bag. Yeah. And you're right. I don't know why a truck driver would necessarily know how to make fire. You've got a cigarette lighter in your dash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck. I think Alice surprises everyone. I think she might be able to. Which pull may it be off. inconsistent with the earlier challenge where fire making was involved, but you know what? Sometimes we remember things about characters <laughs> during Horror Survivor. But there was also running and water involved in that. That's yeah. true, yeah. So Large Marge loses the fire-making challenge. Yeah. Wow. Becomes the final member of the jury. <laughs> this final three is weird. I like it. It's all normal people. <gasps> wow. No androids, oh no demons. Oh, my God. I just, yeah, there's no one in this final three that has supernatural not abilities an, of any kind. Not an inkling of supernatural capabilities. It is Seymour from Little Shop, Mike from Five Nights at Freddy's, and Alice from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So now all that remains is determining our winner. What does the jury think? So at this point in Survivor, these three present their cases to the jury, who is everyone who's been voted out since the merge, as to why the jury should vote for them to win. Why they should be Survivor and win the million dollars. Yeah, you can get the little woozy off oh, yeah, of there. Woozy. Okay. I think Alice is going to... Definitely talk about that Jennifer blindside that she did. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice thinks she's hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beetlejuice, I think, is an instant vote for Alice. Uh, Mike is going to rely on how he kept a solid alliance of sad boys together mm-hmm. and was able to... Uh, he got his idol flushed out. That doesn't look good. Yeah, that's... The, he, the lack of social awareness might not play very well for him. Because he wasn't he wasn't able to read that situation, mm-hmm. and the alliance that he kept together was weak and kept getting picked off. Yeah, Seymour, I don't know if he has any 
argument. No, because he was just kind of kept around. He also murdered a child, and I think maybe some people on the jury know that. What if during final tribal council, the police arrive and arrest Seymour? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's very funny. I think the police of the island of Fiji. <laughs> the Fiji police, no. The yeah, they the the infamous Fiji police show up and arrest Seymour for murdering a child. Even he was going to get no votes anyway, but yeah. he is a zero vote finalist. Now he's in jail in Fiji. He's in jail. He still gets the third place money. So that'll bail him out at least. So now it's between Mike, who as we all know is from Five Nights at Freddy's and Alice. It's got to be Alice. Well, let's go through it. Mike is going to get Randy's vote. Uh, Sad yes, boy, yes, buddy. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Large Marge is, I think, going to vote for... Well, no, Large Marge, do you think she's still bitter from not being brought? Oh, yeah, because Alice didn't take her to the sanctuary. Yeah, they had kind of happen. a falling out. Yeah, so, okay, so Large Marge and Randy could take, could vote for... Uh, Mike. Mike. Jennifer... And because Alice also just beat her in fire, too. That just rubs it in a is little bit Is Jennifer bitter because Alice blindsided her don't people tend to vote for who blindsided them it depends on the person yeah i think jennifer can respect the game hmm she doesn't hold a grudge though you think that's kind of her deal is she gonna vote for a boy oh oh that's true she's not gonna vote for a boy beetlejuice thinks alice is hot yeah so there's millie was alice's number one yeah and they never betrayed each other so that's a vote for alice and then eric draven the crow what happens if there's a tie? I don't know because the boy got eaten. That's by a never plant. happened because the jury. Yeah, I didn't realize that there's like an even number now on the jury because of the boy. <laughs> Wasn't Eric in her alliance? Oh no! You know what? There was a tie in the first season that we watched as a group, Ghost Island. Mm-hmm. Fucking Dom and Wendell tied, and it was up to uh, I forget the name of uh, Laurel who was the third place person to break the tie. Oh, you're right. So I think there who might does Eric a... vote for? Does he vote for Mike over Alice? Does he sympathize with Mike I and think everything he, he might, went through? I think just he might be, it might be a weird, like he deserves it more kind of vote. Yeah. So. And also here, here's a clincher. I think Eric's whole thing is he's very protective of this little girl. Oh Yeah. And so is Mike. Mike is, is taking care of his little sister. Yeah. And so Mike. I think he votes for Mike. Okay. So there is so a tie. In our jury of six, we have Randy from The Passenger, uh, Large Marge, and Eric Draven vote for Mike Schmidt from Five Nights at Freddy's. Meanwhile, Beetlejuice, Jennifer, and Possessed Millie voted for Alice from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. At the final show, the live show, Jeff reveals... There were three votes for, for the first and second place, meaning we have to call into the Fiji police jail. Yeah. And have he gets to, the Seymour gets to use his phone call. His one phone call, instead of calling for a lawyer or he Audrey, has to call Jeff. he has to call Jeff and determine <laughs> the final winner of Horror Survivor 4. And Seymour's going to vote. For, for his Mike? his he's, his sad he's boy ally over his friend Mike. Are you kidding me? We did not plan for Mike Schmidt <laughs> from the hit horror film Five Nights at Freddy's to win Horror Survivor, but that's what just happened. You know what? Anything can happen in Survivor, dude. It's so funny though, because he truly was like such a random. Like, oh, I need someone else to put in here. Fucking, what's what movies came out this year? Oh, Five Nights. I'll put Mike in there. 
And he fucking won. Wow. Amazing. Once again, a winner from a very recent, very popular horror film. Mm-hmm. That's not planned. Uh, we're we're so deep into this that I'm not worried about spoilers for previous horror survivors. If you haven't watched them, go watch them. But I know that the first winner was Michael Mike, Myers. Not Mike Myers. Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm so tired. Who Michael won the second Myers. one? Esther. Esther. Wow. And then Megan. And then now Megan. Mike Schmidt. Fantastic. Great. That's Wonderful. a wrap. On who gets the sea of money? Ooh. Who gets that? Uh, Probably Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, you get the sea of money. <laughs> wow, that's it for Horror Survivor 4. Dear God, what a weird season. Weird season of Survivor, but you know what? It worked out in the end. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was kind of rooting for Alice. She's a great character. I, I was too, but it... Robbed after that Jennifer blindside. Yeah. yeah. Which was a great move, but... There's too many people on the jury who vote with their hearts mm-hmm. and not... With. Yeah, she got all the kind of strategic, ruthless votes. Yes, exactly. Except for Beetlejuice, exactly. who just voted for her because she was hot. But wow. Okay. Well, Great. thank you for watching Horror Survivor Four. I need to eat food. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Gressel, for sitting here for the over two and a half hours. Uh, we were at two fifty-three. Holy shit! Just under three hours is what it took to film this, folks. Yeah, uh, we'll see you... what it edits down to, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. It was fun to do, but yes, it is time to eat and rest and not talk. Yes. Which would be great. So uh, follow Dead Meat on social media at Dead Meat James on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. I'm at Carebeck, C-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, deadmeatstore.com. Also, holy shit, if you're still listening, uh, don't forget to tune into Scream Dreams, the new podcast that I'm on. Chelsea was on uh, last week's episode. Yes. And when yeah. this comes out. And then if you're listening to this the day it comes out, Spencer Charnas from Ice Nine Kills is on the, the today's episode. So uh, check that out. It's, it's been a lot of fun doing mm-hmm. that. Cool. All right. Till next time, I'm Chelsea. And I'm James. And that's Gressel. Hey. <laughs> this has been. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Demi Podcast.